And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning, two and three. With Morocco, San Fernando. Tune in live at 10 30. And it's all on the road radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, GMGM. Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house, Mando, sitting on my left side. How you doing? GM, man, how are you? I'm vibing. I'm vibing. We're We're, We're a man down. We are a man down for reasons that we shall not disclose. Um, nothing bad. Nothing bad. We just lost OSF last night in, in Paris, it seems. Yeah, we may have lost him. Um, we, uh, we, we may or may not have lost uh, Ovi last night. He has not been found. Uh, and uh, You see a man walking around in a Hawaiian shirt through the streets of Paris, looking a bit lost. Send him our way. <laughs> He, he kept the same exact wardrobe that he wore to Miami, to uh, to Paris. And uh, I can tell you, December in Miami is very different than December in Paris. Complete different wardrobe, uh, complete different styles, complete different everything. Uh, but our boy is out there wandering the streets uh, of Paris uh, today, uh, missing a pretty special show uh, that we're hosting, of course, uh, at the Ledger Open here. Yesterday, you saw the announcement of the new product. We're still out here. Uh, Rug Radio has its own uh, podcasting booth area. Area. Um, that that's what we call it. That is what they call it. I like that. Podcasting area. Uh, and so we've been hosting live yesterday. Hosting live today as well. Some really great uh, guest appearances yesterday. Of course, there's a lot of awesome people from all around the world. It was awesome yesterday how we ended with a, with a Japanese influencer. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you really uh, you showed off your hosting abilities there. To, to dance between different languages. Dance between different languages. I love that. Okay, they're turning the music down a little bit for us for the next hour and a half. You'd love to see it. There is quite a lot of people. I mean, I don't know if you all saw the images from yesterday. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pin a couple, but we are out here literally in the middle of the crowd. Um, and uh, a lot of screens, a lot of, a lot of light, a lot of everything going on uh, around us right now uh, at this, uh, this Ledger Open event, which was free. It was fun. It was free. and Everybody could come there, so... Cool. Yeah, if you're in Paris, you should definitely come down. Yeah, it's uh, you, you love to see it. Um, it's uh, it's just been uh, it's just been a vibe here. Let me just pin the photo of me from yesterday. And have a photo with the boys. Hold on. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a nice video of us uh, from yesterday as well. So I'm I'm pinning him at the top of the space uh, right now for everyone to see. Golden, I ask you how you're doing, but I don't think I can hear you. Can you hear us? GM fan, oh, can, can you hear, hear me? Mike check, Mike check. Let's go. Let's go. Yesterday. That's so funny. That's weird. That's He's over the other side of the world, maybe. People can hear me. That's all that matters. <laughs> no worry, yesterday I could feel you. Uh, that's all that matters. Uh, now I can hear yeah, you. Wait. <laughs> Golden, literally the person who had the most fun in Miami, the entire rug radio team. Uh, you love to see it. Oh, yeah. Go, go. <laughs> Golden had a good time. <laughs> I love how we're just laughing. Oh my god, this is so funny. He ca- that was an epic time. So he's eating beignets. Now he's eating beignets now in in uh in Louisiana. 
uh, going down in Mississippi no, River. So yeah, we should tell you what happened yesterday in Paris. Like we, we did so this event. Much. It was like we said, it was it was fun doing the uh, the whole tiring though, right? IRL. IRL is tiring, but a lot of fun. I think we should do it more often. Way more fun for sure than being alone at home. Uh, but my back was hurting, my body's were hurting. Uh, standing up, standing down, giving the mic to people. I had to go lay down for for an hour after it before we went to dinner. I was beat. Yeah, that was that was a great dinner. Though. We ended up dinner with a bunch of different people, right? It was uh, a lot of people here. Who's your see. highlight? I, I mean, I did like meeting Raoul Paul in person. Yeah, bit, bit, of a, bit of a fanboy. You know, he's my highlight as well, though. What yeah. a down-to-earth guy. Yeah. It's weird. Like, um, It's weird that a lot of these hardware wallet companies... I mean, Raoul Paul, I believe, when he first started, was a bit with Bitcoin Maxi. And yes. There is that weird... There's this weird... I know two different communities really that use ledgers, right? It's it's the some of the original Bitcoin maxis. Yeah, not maybe, your keys, not your yeah, cryptos, like, are big on that. And then weirdly, it seems to have bypassed a little bit some of the other communities who kind of then when the exchanges got really big, like if you were going to trade altcoins or or just like trade coins, often that went through like a centralized exchange. And the NFTs are like a weird community that is very uses a lot of um, self custody, right? Yeah. Like no one ever holds their NFTs on a, on an exchange. So it's just, when you come to these events, it's like a weird mixture of like Bitcoin maxis and NFT people. <laughs> and they're just having to yeah. make friends with each other. I don't know. The Bitcoin maxis don't seem to like us very much. I tried to approach a few of them. Uh, I won't name them, but I'm sure you can figure out who's here. Uh, and they didn't seem to... Well, I think they're starting to have like... a little respect. Like the, it, NFTs is, is a lot about self-custody. Like we actually know this All more than half, half of the other people, you know, did you notice they separated NFTs and crypto for the presentation yesterday when Pascal Gauthier was talking? Yeah. He said 20% of all crypto is stored on Ledger or something like that. And then 30% of NFTs. NFTs like, will have a higher percentage ownership on things like Ledger and, and self-custody than anything else, right? I think, I'm pretty sure like what 90% of all NFTs must be self-custody, at least in terms of market value. Um, and then a large percentage of that will be on Ledger. So yeah. it, it is weird that, that like, I know. That, that community. Yeah, it was uh, also people, uh, Bitcoin people, uh, crypto people, uh, NFT people. Um, you know, Fonz is here from Token Proof, flew out of Miami. There's Avery Akineni, the president of Vayner. She's here. There's a lot of fun chat. I, it's just really, I really like her. Uh, she's really kind. It was funny hearing about the, the, like the history of Ledger though, right? Did you hear about this? Which one? So they started as just like a pop-up store in the Champs-Élysées. I did not know that. Tell us the story. Yeah, they, they, they started basically like a pop-up store in the Champs-Élysées where they were selling, onboarding, allowing people to onboard into, uh, into crypto. Bitcoin at the time, right? And this was just like a, just the, the, the tech that would be used for, for, for onboarding. Uh, and then it kind of grew from there. So it was just like a, I don't know, it, it seems like it was a bit of a, and they've done something similar now. There's like the NFT factory in Paris where they were, it's heavily linked to I gotta go to Ledger, Ledger. yeah it's pretty linked to Ledger and yeah. it's the same sort of thing it's a pop-up store near the, the Centre Pompidou which is like it's the, right by our hotel right which again is like a centre of culture in, in Paris and the idea is that through this pop-up store you can then onboard people into the broader ecosystem so it's just funny that it's either like bricks and mortar retail kind of pop-up stores in, in centralised centralised locations and that's how they I'm pretty bullish on France how do you feel about the France and the NFT scene here in Web3 I put a tweet out about it this morning personally Saying how I really wish I could just live here, which I won't, because time zone purposes. If it wasn't for time zone, I'd be moving here tomorrow. Um, yeah, six hour, six hour difference is a lot for it's me. Too it's too much, especially given our, you know, still the core culture is in America, right? It's yeah, Canada. It's the USA. Well, 
you know i would say five out five out of different works well from where i'm in in lisbon or i think six is, is quite a lot but look you think you think of all the the major major fashion culture brands um in the world a lot of different like culture brands across a range of different fil- um, fields they're out they're out of paris they're out of france they saw, i mean the creation of modern art was out of france yeah. lest we forget all the all the major the all the major um painters and and artists from the from the uh, modern art movement were from the south of france they all moved there to 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 make their paintings and, and their yeah. sculptures and stuff so you know there's a lot of history of of cultural revolutions happening in in france <laughs> a lot of them a lot of them um but you know what i like in france is also they're very tech oriented you know obviously ledger is a french company uh but it, they've always like the french people they've always been very like i was talking to jean-michel about this earlier he's french and obviously he worked a lot with america um america america usa you no, but the French really like to emulate, in a way, American tech and the way uh, this innovation. When I was working mostly on social media myself, I noticed that uh, the, the Europe, the Euro scene was just a couple years behind uh, USA when it came to like my clients and the people I was working with. But it came about a little after. So I was doing all the social media shit, right? 2014, 2015, early. Um, and it was around 2017 when I popped here. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a massive Web3 and NFT pop here. Like, obviously, the UK you know, France and, and all these countries. And someone was asking me earlier, saying they're from Belgium and how would they expand here? It's just like, honestly, it's almost like doing the same thing as you're doing in America, but in different languages and regurgitating it almost and readapting it into like a Euro market. Like that works. And yeah. I think there's a demand. I mean, look, this place has been packed for two days. It's packed with hundreds of people. Yeah, I think people, although there is this element that, you know, it's a global community, there is massive opportunities for like, entrepreneurship just from the idea that there's like barriers to entry to each geography. Like if you were to set up your own, you know, web three, like even the NFT factory, right? That's yeah. clearly just a community of people yeah. who are based locally and then they can build a bunch of stuff from it. hundred founders. Yeah. 120 founders. I think about Gary Vee set up that, that just a restaurant in the center of, of New York, yeah. right? You could do that in any city all over the world, right? There's not, there's nothing stopping that. The idea of like a in real life members club and in real life, there are there are going to be a lot of barriers to entry. You can move first with in whatever geography you're in. Uh, I do think, yeah, that, that, that uh, Paris has got a good chance to make some really cool stuff. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I would be surprised. Uh, I personally, uh, I'm going to try and do more stuff in French. I love speaking French. It's you do feel like you're home. You yeah. Yeah, 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 it's been great. Uh, speaking in French everywhere I go. So today on the show, obviously we're going to go through the market rundown. Ovi's not with us. I'm going to hospital pass all of it to Mando. Uh, and then um, we're going to have a couple guests uh, that are going to be coming on the show. We have Charles Guimet, who is a CTO of Ledger. Uh, if you saw the uh, the event yesterday live, he came and spoke. I think it was one of the last people that came and spoke. I think it was after Tony Fidel. It was pretty cool. Um, and then he's going to come on the show. We have Ariel Wengroff. She's a VP of communications at Ledger. She was also the main person hosting the, 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 the show yesterday, right? The, the panel. Um, and so she was on there and she's going to come and speak with us. You kind of heard her yesterday quickly with Betty. Um, but now she's going to come and sit down with us. And we have also Ian, Ian, the chief experience officer. Everybody loves Ian. Ian's a rock star. He's a superstar around here. Uh, you also saw him with a squiggle sweater. Uh, so he's going to be coming on um, to talk and then uh, maybe uh, maybe a couple of other people. But it's uh, it's really been a lot of fun. So he's going to be coming on the show uh, in the next, I think, 13 minutes. Uh, we're going to get uh, Charles uh, coming on and uh, to chat with us. But in the meantime, but in the meantime... 
Can you dig it? GM guys, on a macro basis, it's not been a good week, if I'm honest. I think um, most stock indices are down like 3 to 5%. I think NASDAQ's down nearly 5%. S&P's down about uh, just over 3.5%. Um, and that's been kind of across the globe. Like European markets haven't done that well. So it's not been a great market from a macro setup. Crypto has sold off. I mean, it peaked at around 1,300, I think, on ETH, and now is kind of just above um, uh, 1,200. Uh, it hasn't been that brutal itself compared to how bad it has been on the stock market. Um, There's it, been a, not really one single thing that's caused that sell-off. Uh, a lot of talk about how it's going to look increasingly difficult for the um, the U.S. to engineer what they would call a soft landing. So that's a... What's um, a soft landing? So a soft landing would be a... Um, a recession, but not necessarily a, a deep one, or oh. maybe you don't even go into a recession. So a so, uh, you would normally indicate a shallow recession or one where you maybe only have one or two quarters of uh, negative um, economic GDP growth. Now, the US already did that one, so you could arguably say it already had a, had a recession. But I think the idea is that the Fed is, is trying to um, increase interest rates, reduce inflation, but at the same time not head us into a, uh, a recession. And there's just been some questions uh, around that. Mainly, mainly quite a few questions around the, um, the energy markets as well. Like, uh, that's been one weirdly bright spot in the whole of global markets. Like, if you've invested in pretty much anything this year, literally anything, you're probably down. Uh, housing, stocks, bonds, um, even gold, like all these things are actually down, crypto. But uh, commodities are up, and um, that, was in, that was including oil. And then Oil's at its one-year low, actually, I think, over the last 24 hours. There's a lot of talk about how the economic slowdown could hurt oil. And that, that could help us in the medium term, but also people are getting a little bit scared about the, um, the speed at which it seems to be dropping. Uh, and that, that also affects natural gas as well. So there's been some questions about that, and that's, um, that, that led to some, some, some fears. There's been some good news coming out of China in that they... Do you remember about a week ago, there was some talk about them... You know, uh, there were there were some protests in China about yeah. The, yeah. So I think it's still going on. Well, weirdly, no. No. Weirdly, they reacted, which is which is very very uncommon. Um, uh, and actually, probably pretty smart from Xi Jinping. To, he actually uh, changed his policy, like almost did a not a one eighty, but definitely did quite a big shift. I mean, it was intense. I saw videos of people getting taken out of their apartments. Yeah. So you can now fly shit. to China without without um I, th- I believe without a COVID needing okay. a COVID test. A lot of the restrictions about how long you would be um, you'd be needed to uh, be um, under quarantine have been shifted. There's just been a big shift in sentiment. That now, at the same time, the, ch- the number of cases in China is going up massively. And remember, China's actually had a very good um, statistics with respect to like deaths on the back of COVID. So that might now shift, and pe- there will be a human toll. But at the same time, the, the economy is opening up. So um, there is some talk about that being a slight you know, um, positive, at least for markets. But uh, yeah, that remains to be seen. It's, just, it's, it's strange to see that. You don't normally see that in China, like react, like that big a reaction to, um, to like public discontent. Wow. So um, basically, sum, sum it up, markets are down across uh, globally. Nothing really driving it as far as I can see, just like some light, small data. And, and we had a bit of a run over the last few months, so maybe some wind out of the, out of the sales. Um, crypto is outperforming that move, uh, which is normally a good sign Obviously, we've gone absolutely decorated over the last two months, so maybe yeah. maybe it's not a bad time to buy a dip like this, um, if in case anything happens. And then, 
I still think we'll have a strong end of the year. Like I still think people are underinvested across a range of different things. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see what happens there. So that's pretty good on the NFT side. I'm, dude, seeing a lot of movement here on uh, on the NFT side. I got slips open. Uh, Azuki, thirteen East floor. Yeah, haven't again. Haven't we seen much about Azuki? Um, it's that community. It's just, just yeah. The stable stable coin was at eleven to around eleven for a long time. It's thirteen. Um, we bought it. Yeah, a couple. A couple. What was it? Eight weeks ago, roughly, when we, we bought back in. Um, and it's just. Uh, pushed on. Remember, with Azuki, the whole talk about two months ago, two and a half months ago, was that they were going to do a big raise. Yeah. Nothing really got announced formally. Something got announced informally. I think I believe in the in the press around that time. And um, the major investors that were meant to be uh, in that time, they they bought Azuki publicly. So um, that's a good sign. You know, that's one of the best raises I've seen in terms of people actually um, like doing a raise and the investors buying into the NFT project at the same time. I think yeah. it said a lot. So that's a, that's a good thing. I think there was some light talk about them setting up like almost like a tech, um, tech outreach where like people could use their tech. Uh, and mm-hmm. I saw that overnight, but nothing, nothing crazy. Um, I, think, I think the major, major focus in NFTs right now is this cock punch. Mint. Yeah. We were meant to have Tim Ferriss on yesterday. He's sick, I think, right? Live from, I Africa. believe. Yeah, he's in South Africa, I, I believe, right now. He may have may have returned, but he got he got food poisoning. Um, but that's a 0.3 mint. About five thousand, I believe, are going to be minted. The vast majority were were allow list uh, based on other projects and also his his, his podcast. Remember, Tim Ferriss is arguably has the the most popular the biggest, podcast right? in the world. Um, he, yeah, he's a you know, it's more like a he has some incredibly smart guests on. I think I even spoke about it a few months back when he had Balaji on. Um, I think you did. And that was a great episode. But he's, yeah, very, very well known in the podcasting scene. And then this is this is kind of like a bit of a new thing for him. He's starting um, a bit of a story around this Cock Punch IP. Uh, there's going to be like a storyline. There's not going to be a Discord, apparently, but it's going to be maybe linked to a podcast that he's doing. I believe that podcast is already pretty popular. Um, all the primary funds are going towards cha- charity. a charity yeah. um, in the U.S., which I believe it's... Um, it's a 501c3. I looked it up. Yeah, which is which is great. We'd we love to see that. It's a 0.3 mint, like I said. Um, I think it's already bid at two and a half ETH. I thought it was like a 60th floor or something. I mean, this could be this could be a very big mint for anyone who's, who's got a... Who's I mean, got whoever a, got on the AL, yeah. I have a couple of people I know that got on and I mean, good for them, right? But there it is. I'm seeing the... Yeah. The, the cock punch. Wait, where is it? Trying to look for it now on the on the on the screen. Yeah, look, it's it's definitely um it's definitely gonna do well. Like, there's no doubt about it. And I, what I think is it's it's kind of like a Moonbirds moment, right? It's very similar that I think it will bring in a lot of new wallets of people that listen to his show, that know him as a well-known person in the space. It's already a four-eth floor. Mm-hmm. Four-eth like. floor. Oh. Or four-eth bid. Yeah. Uh, Seven hundred minted though. Right. Okay. There's still what? There's five thousand units, and there's different ways though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But look, I, I, I love his podcast. I think he's I think hopefully um this this is gonna be an interesting move into the space. Um I would like to see where he where he comes. I think he might come on the show next week. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, be fun. I, he might come on the show I know you're week. chatting with him, so yeah, it'll be cool. Um shout out to Sam for putting us in contact with him. Um so yeah, it would have been I mean, yesterday would have been tough to have him not gonna lie, because of the whole ledger event that we would have been, been nice, yeah, yeah, it would have been a little a little harder, but I can't wait to have Tim Ferriss on the show uh next week. Um on the other side I'm seeing, obviously, Red Guy continues to push forward. 
uh, sappy seals are flying. Where are the seals? They're at point eighty four. Oh no! Up they flip red guy. They flip red guy. The battle between the seals and the red guys. He's getting his seal tattoo. I know. No, I that's, been, that. that's been an ongoing ba- battle for a little. I don't think they know we're in a battle, but we know we're in a battle. You, you guys are I mean? so funny. <laughs> Should have told that to Wob. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. So I sappy seals, the pandas too, bro. The campfire pandas. Uh, here, number twelve. Uh, they're up thirty five percent. Yeah, they so in, in the on the bigger project, Artifact came back. They did an announcement. They're shifting and they're, they're, they've come they're up. They're working on the non US yeah, solution. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely been some some quite a lot of volume. I think going through Clonex, the floor is like six and a half ETH right now. Uh, Pudgy's kind of slowed down slightly. I think they're they're kind of they've kind of topped out at four and a half, and now they're hanging out around there. Um, ApeCoin dipped just below four, I believe, with the move broader in crypto, but nothing crazy. It's like three point nine. So. Um, and then you saw some trades in grifters. Grifters back up to about 20 or 18 ETH. Do you know what gazers are right now? I don't want you to tell me. 38 ETH. Gazes, what gaze, about that fucking rare pass? Uh, well, 40. Yeah, well, rare, 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 pass, rare pass is trading around 40. Just Matt 40. Kane has a drop. Yeah, That's exactly. why I mentioned the rare pass. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's kind of crazy that moving gazers. I mean, gazers is a great project. Um, I mean, Matt Kane is an icon. Definitely an OG of the space. Um, so it's great to see. And there's been some movement in other art blocks, but I think Gazers has been definitely the biggest mover over the last three months. Like Gazers, I believe they were trading at 11 ETH. Um, I remember seeing some, some bigger funds sweep them and then they just went to 19, 25, 30, and now 37. So that's, that's a 3x move during a bear market. For a project above 10 ETH, you, you have not seen that from anything else. Literally anything else. I mean, good for Matt. Good for yeah. Artblocks. Definitely been the number one performer over wow, the last wow, three months. Wow, 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 wow. This, um, this is actually insane when you think about it. You said 3080s? 30, uh, yeah, 30, th- th- I think 37 and a half. I think that's what the floor was, which is crazy. Insane. The Squiggles to that 13.4. Fidenza to 95 ETH. Yeah, Gazers. All oh, right, that's 28. Oh, did it move down? Yeah, I think a little bit. But I mean that's per archipelago. So uh, the Q- why can you not? Why can you guys just not say archipelago? Archipelago, <laughs> archipelago. The Fontanas have been moving actually. The Fontana. Fontana by Harvey Rayner. Adam.co, yeah. twelve ETH. QQL at eighty. Curious about that one because there was a long term play on that one. I believe a QQL didn't trade for like a month. Um, after that, there was a lot of hype. Well, a lot of, I think, validated hype. I mean, this is no, Tyler Hobbs, right? I mean, we had him on the show. But, uh, but yeah, it, they, they became very liquid. And um, they have a high, maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's a high um, trading fee. But even then, like, I think that will do well. Yeah. I wish I'd bought some of these on the dip a bit more. I mean, it is 80th. Exactly. Other ones. So when yeah. Gazers dipped, when Meridian dipped, when Fidenza dipped, I wish I'd bought them. It feels like QQL, at least a mint pass. I like that as a project. Yeah, I think you know you had the Dimitri Cherniak mint as well. Yeah. So um, maybe there's quite a lot of supply recently of like top art blocks projects. Maybe that's maybe that's take, sucking out a little little bit of liquidity. But um, look, great to see some money going um, into into art blocks. Um, but mainly, I think this is this has been a Matt Kane phenomenon. Like, Fidenza stayed around a hundred. For a while, it did go. To, it, it's done a two X over that period, but but it's nothing like a it's nothing like a three X. 
Yeah. Like, 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 uh, it's so many how many people come to us, ask us for life. Um, it's so funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at every, everything like on the, on the, um, our blog sites and stuff, you know, had a good moment, you know, the construction token and stuff. So it, if you had, if you had 50 ETH and you couldn't spend it on rug radio, red guy, daps, what are you, what are you buying right now? Like outside of PFPs? No, everything. So right now you have all the ape coin stuff going on. You have, you have, Zuki, oh, so you have penguins. You have, you have, yeah. you have all these going on. Like where, where, where are you spending money if you have, if you have money to spend? I definitely add penguins in the three, five, four region. Yeah. Because I like where they're going and I think it's going to do well. Uh, obviously I have my two. And so I DCA it's my average three, which is pretty good. Um, I definitely, um, the mutants are looking good. They're running. I know they're at 15 now, but when they were back down to 10, I was talking about buying some and trading some moonbirds for them. Um, but, uh, I think in that region, 10 to 12 mutants are, are really nice. So I probably bid that. I think mutants are going to be really, really, uh, they're going to trade a lot. Yeah. I need to months. go stake. Did you, did you because stake your stuff? I haven't staked yet. I was looking at the best way to do it. It's um, ape stake, right? No, no. I'm looking cause I'm going to do it Delta neutral. I think. What does that mean? So I'm going to put on a short versus the long cause we're going to own the apes throughout. Right. So I put on a long, let's say, let's say I bought a no. Let's say ten thousand dollars worth of ape, I could then short ten thousand dollars worth of ape against it, and then I just clip the the daily yield of ape. You're gonna have to teach me how to do that uh, because it's about three hundred on the board apes and about four hundred percent on the mutants. So if you were to do that, and let's say ape coin stays the same, you um you basically what you basically double your money over the course of three months. So wait, now that everybody heard it though, if everyone does that, what happens? Everyone can do it. Like it really depends on the funding rate. You need to look at the funding rate on things like Binance or, or on a. I was even looking at Rollbit because uh, uh, we we know those pe- people quite well and they've 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 done something. But you just need to look at f- where you can trade futures. Um, and the funding rate becomes kind of important there. Funding rate is like basically how much you get charged on a daily basis to put on the short. Now, weirdly, weirdly, with a lot of things, you actually get paid to put on shorts because most people do levered longs. So you actually get paid to put on levered shorts or shorts in general. That might change over the course of the staking period. Um, so it's a, it, you got to look at it dynamically over that period. But for someone like me and Ovi, who are going to be holding apes for, for a long time, it, we don't need to take the, the... like A lot of people will buy ApeCoin, for example, and... Um, and they'll take the they'll take the risk on the currency. We're like, well, we will buy it basically half the amount. Half the amount will be put into a short. Let's say you, you right now you have five thousand dollars in your bank account, or ten thousand dollars in your bank account. Instead of just buying ten thousand worth of eight one and staking, you buy five thousand, right? You put five thousand into a short, and then you just you just clip clip the. So it's a less aggressive trade. It's a less risky trade, less upside, but it's still you know mm. you make quite a lot doing it. We're not talking about small amounts. It's three hundred to four hundred percent of of yield doing it. So that's what I'm looking at doing. That's probably what I will do. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. My guy, I need to learn how to do that. I have two mutants. So you said mutants are good. Good. Yeah. Mutant, good the mutant pool is like 450% yield right now. Oh, wow. APY. So that, that, that over the course of three months, that'll be, I think, I believe just over a hundred percent, uh, yield. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, um, and so, so that's pretty cool. That's gonna be exciting to follow. I think it starts on the 12th, right? And so there's no rush to stake in it, um, but it's, uh, I know you have to do it before the 12th, if I'm mistaken. You have to do it before the 12th. What I would say is if you're planning on, on not doing like the full, um, 
to you don't want to short like the, the whole amount. I think the upside volatility is probably going to be highest in that week after staking because people will wait to see how this all hangs out and then they might buy ape. So if you want to be tactical, I, I wouldn't put it on the short side just yet. <laughs> okay, interesting. Well, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be following that closely. I think it starts on the twelfth, which is I think Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Binance have got a staking system. I believe, um, I believe Bendow, and I believe uh, obviously there's the Horizon Labs one, which is the official one. But the one you can't, the one I can't use in Canada because it's illegal to use that in Canada, right? I don't know if you can use the Binance. Is Binance? Is Binance? You, you can yeah. use Binance. I, I have Binance. Yeah, so Binance, but you you would have to deposit your apes. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> It's not happening. No, you no. don't want Suz, You don't want uh, CZ taking no. taking your apes. I, I, I mean, we're talking about custody, right? We're yeah. literally. At I know. I'm just saying. We're literally sitting That's at ledger right now. No, I know. No, otherwise, it's I know it's an option. Otherwise, it's Ben Dow. Uh, so, you know, it's your call. So Franklin? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fucking with you, Franklin. Uh, but it's uh, that's that's uh, that's an interesting point, man. It's um, you know, there's it, so much going on NFT wise. I, I really like when I go to these events, like we're at right now, like. Uh, I get more and more bullish on specifically NFTs, and I love how they separate crypto and NFTs when they did the when they did the the um, yesterday the presentation uh, for uh, for Ledger, and I thought that was um, that was pretty interesting. But um, we'll uh, we'll see uh, we'll see how these things go. Um, we're waiting for Charles Gamer right now. I think he's not around, but uh, he's gonna come in through. Uh, hopefully, Ovi can make it. Um, you see this? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah Ovi's coming. Ovi, uh, Ovi's coming. I hope. Um, it's uh, it's <laughs> pretty great. Uh, and so we found Ovi. Um, you know, uh, Ovi was found in Paris and uh, he's being returned uh, to us at the moment. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't realize is how many rec guys are in Paris. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. They put us on some sort of billboard today. I love that. I, you should try and pin that at the Citadium. And for those who don't know, Citadium is like one of the biggest retail stores in, in in Paris and uh and it's uh it's actually um it's actually next to the Galerie Lafayette across oh, it, really? like literally across from it. It's On part Usman. of the same area. Exactly. Uh and uh and uh, some of your holders put up the red guy uh the red guy to one in floor. Um, we're we're coming back in February, right? We are for NFT Paris. NFT Paris which is which I hear there's going to be a rec show. Looking, yeah. Well, there's there's whispers of a rec show at the Moulin whispers Rouge. But the Moulin Rouge. Uh, it's so fun. It's actually, we have a lot of holders here. Uh, even on the rug radio front, uh, on the on the rec guy front, a lot of people came up to us and, and were part of the of the rug radio team, fam, culture. And uh, it's really, 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 really cool um, to, see, uh, to see the projects be worldwide, you know? Yeah, I think that's it's, one of the, it's one of the weirdest things. Um, meeting people IRL at, at, at different cities around the world. Mainly because they're just deeply disappointed, it looks like, when they see my face after they, they hear us talk. I think you get, you get a bit more publicity in how, in how you look. OSF, they're like, they, they just have no idea it's him. So I heard that um, you and OSF are together. Is that the, the last news? Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a funny <laughs> conversation. So me and we went for dinner last night and um, Ian Rogers is there and Ian Rogers' wife turns up and uh, Farouk introduces me as OSF's partner to Ian Rogers' wife. And no one even says a word. Like, no one even blinks an eyelid. Clearly, she thinks that me and OSF are a couple. Yeah. Um, and OSF clocks it. I clock it. I have to tell Farouk and then we just let it lie. So I think Ian Rogers now thinks probably that me and, me and OSF are a couple. 
which isn't the first person to ever think that, but that's the, the, that's the situation we're in. Yeah, it was really funny. I, I was just crying laughing when that happened because I always present someone as partners because I thought they're business partners, uh, but, uh, but I guess not. Uh, I guess not. So we do have, we do have now Charles Guimet, who is the CTO of, uh, of, uh, of Ledger. You probably heard of him yesterday. Uh, you saw him on the show, on, on stage. You, you saw him on stage uh, yesterday. You hear us, Charles? It's all good. So you, hear, you heard him on stage yesterday. Uh, we've never had the chance really to, um, to chat with you, Charles. Charles, how are you doing? How's yeah. the last couple of days been? Yeah, I'm good. The, the last couple of days were very busy. A lot of people, a lot of, uh, lot of presentation, panel and so on, but I'm very good. It's, uh, I mean, what an announcement. I mean, you're literally the CTO uh, over your ledger. How long have you guys been working on this for? Um, on, on stacks, especially, we, we were really focused on stacks during the one, a little bit than one year. But we, we, need, to, we need to acknowledge that uh, the, the work started a long time before. Because Stax is a new product, like uh, with with a new UX, plenty of uh, of, uh, of things uh, which are new. But we are reusing the architecture that uh, is, is coming from the Nano S and, and the Nano X. So it's starting a long time before. And also we are reusing Ledger Live, but in, in Ledger Live we have revamped a little bit the UX as well. Right. So, right. so maybe let's go into what the UX UI is, because yeah. I think people kind of need to know how it feels. I, everyone said it was the iPod moment. It kind of felt more more like the Kindle moment to me. When I started playing with it, it feels a lot more like a Kindle in how like, you would use it. So maybe you could yeah talk about how 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 that how that looks. Yeah, the, the, the screen. So it the size is uh, the credit card size. Uh, this is the this is the format, and uh, it's a little bit more thick. And you have a bended a bended e-ink screen on it, which is also a touch screen. So definitely the UX looks like a little bit a Kindle. Um, yeah, I think we are talking about an iPod moment because when when the iPod uh, arrived on the market, it was something really new and improving the UX and so on. And also because uh, Tony Fadel worked with us to, to design the product. Tony Fadel, who is, the, who is the dad of the iPod. Whose idea was it to bring Tony? Was it you? No, no, that was that was Jan's idea because uh, because Jan is a is a close friend of uh, of Tony. And how was it working with Tony? Um, it's pretty intense. Uh, he has uh, plenty of ideas. Uh, sometimes his ideas are not possible, so you have to explain him, and he wants to understand everything. So it's it's really it's really interesting. Like you, he, he wants to understand why it's not possible, how to do that, and to do that. He knows a lot of people in the hardware industry, which is uh, which is quite uh, good for us. Because when you when when you design software, um, it's it's a lot easier. You don't have like manufacture manufacturing um, um, supply chain uh, challenges. It's it's more like writing code and deploying it. When when it comes to hardware, you have, you have to think at scale. Uh, you have to make sure that uh, you you can get you can supply the the, the part and, and manufacture it at scale, so it's it's a different problem. And for that, you, it was also a very very useful for us. That's really cool. I mean, uh, it was really impressive uh, when you came on yesterday. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of tech <laughs> behind it. You must have worked a lot of hours. But this is you've been sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I sleep well. We, we have we have big teams, and uh, yeah, everyone is uh, is working hard. But when when you like what you do, you 
it's not work. That's the secret. It's, it's different. That's the secret. And I think it's, it's the case for for the for the teams. Everyone is really committed. We we understand the vision and uh, yeah. So we 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 actually don't work. We we go at work, but it's for fun. I, I, I like the fact yesterday that, and it was said a few times that no ledger has ever been hacked, ever. Oh, you guys repeated that a lot. Take your shot every time they say it's unhacked. So how, how does that work? Like, I don't want to go into all the, the depths of the security, but like, it sounds like you have like hacker houses where you try and you try and break break everything. Like, maybe maybe talk about how, how you ensure all this. Yes. First of all, I I don't like like bragging about like zero access. Oh, you bragged about it a lot yesterday. <laughs> Because yes, what, what is important for for me, what is important in security, is, is not um, this is this is the fact that security is not something static. We don't design one product and say it's secure; it, it won't won't ever be hacked. Now, this security doesn't work like this. You have to always improve, to always test, um, and so on. And for that, we have we have different uh, different uh, means to uh, to improve our security. First of all, we have the dungeon. The dungeon is our internal. Uh, Internal security research team. Uh, it's a team of uh, world-renowned uh, security researchers uh, who are focused on uh, software security, hardware security, cryptography, and more and more on, on the security of uh, blockchain protocols. Uh, and what they do day to day is to try to break up devices. So this is their, their main mission, and uh, they often find some stuff to improve. Um, and when we design a new product like this, they spend months. Uh, trying to trying to break them, and uh, when they find vulnerabilities, then we work together in order to uh, to improve the improve the architecture. Also, we have a bounty program uh, which incentivizes the the, yeah. the security researcher around the world and uh, to find vulnerabilities on our product. And uh, again, when they find vulnerabilities, then we work with them uh, in order to fix it and and to um, to update our devices, and then we give them some money. This is how it works. I love that. So, you pretty much have a team in house that's working against you. Yeah, that's true. That, but that's how it works. That's yeah. that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I work I work in security for more than fifteen years. Wow. How I, long have you been a ledger for? Five five years. So since the beginning. Oh, the OGs. Not exactly the beginning, but uh, when I joined uh, the company was uh, around forty five people, and Whoa. today we are around nine hundred. So what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I I found about this as well. They did a. I was a big Series C, I think, a year ago, and every, everything just went like 10x, like like loads and loads of different. Um, there's one in Lo- the big offices are in London and Paris, Paris right? In Paris, yes. Yeah. First, first in Paris and also in London. Just yeah, 2022 was quite intense because we we had to grow quickly and and growing teams, um, maintaining the culture. It's something which uh, takes a lot of time and energy, but also we had to ship. You, you can say, okay, we double the team, but we, we, we don't ship anything. No. You ship out of France, right? Which must be difficult. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, but also, like, in a bear market, right? Yeah, but frankly, I, I, from, from an engineer's, engineering standpoint, a bear market is, uh, is better. Like, that's what Jean-Michel was telling me. Yeah, you, you can focus on building, and uh, there is less... Frenzy where everyone has new ideas that we we need to build, then we we can um, we can take a step uh, back back and and think about the, what's the mission, what's the strategy, what what are we focusing our effort on, and then execute. And for this, it's uh, it's really it's really really good. Like when we say like time to build, 
frankly, I can feel it. Like when when it's bear market like this, we are focusing on building and being and being ready for when the bull market will uh, will uh, will come. That's the right mentality. I mean, also this, I guess, for a security company, this hasn't been the worst worst year, right? Like this has been opportunity after opportunity where like I don't know stuff's gone wrong and people have people have looked at this sort of tech. So it's yeah, it's maybe the bull markets that you have to be more wary of. Yeah. Like. So what it, it, as as a CTO of Ledger, you know, what excites you about the future of the company now that Stax is out? So you've shipped, right? That's it. The product is out. Everybody knows about it. Well, it's not shipped yet, right? No, but I'm saying shit. They shit. Yeah, the, they shit. Yeah. The, you know, they they're here, right? Where we held. I played with it last night at dinner. I I had the with Betty and look you, yeah, and Jen Stark. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Love the Bluetooth tech. My God, it's so much better than than, than the previous one. Though now you, there's a there's something about having the retro, the OG around your neck, right? Yeah, I, like, I like these. So here they have a they have a bunch of the stacks, but they also have some of the like iconic one. Well, I guess iconic they will be. Um, of like the, the original ones with all the different styles, and you can understand why people become a collector of these things. Like, they're, they're well, some people stack the old iPods, yeah, and like collect the first sure. iPhone, and it gets pretty expensive. But what excites you the most about the future of what you're working on next? What you know, what's next for you? Yeah, first of all, like we are releasing stacks, but yeah, it's only the beginning of Q1, the, right? Q1, but it's only the beginning of the story. Then we will add, we will have to add like new functionality, new features. Uh, new experiences on uh, on your in your interaction with the blockchain and so on. So the, when it will be shipped, you will have a similar experience as the X with a better screen and so on. But it will enable new use cases, and this is the very beginning for that. Also, on the long run, we have a few uh, secret projects uh, that I, I can't. Uh, secret projects, man. Though secret projects. I want to know. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> <one of those? laughs> Again. Uh, our secret project uh, targets always the same thing. We want our users to, to be secure. Like we, we will never compromise with security, but we want to uh, improve the UX. There are plenty of uh, points of friction right now in the user journey. You have to generate these 24 words. You have to back, back up them uh, in a safe place. This is, this is a big point of friction. When you interact with the blockchain, sometimes you have to understand um, like, what, what kind of uh, smart contract interaction you are doing. It's uh, also difficult to understand. You have these ex hexadecimal addresses. This is also a big point of friction. All of this, we want to remove this friction. We want to provide like, a secure experience to our users while um, removing this point of friction. It's a good thing to hear as a user of Ledger when I have the CTO sitting in front of me telling me that. <laughs> I've got a lot of NFTs in my... Uh, and my hardware wallet. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Um, cool. Yeah, look, I, I think there's, it's, it's going to be interesting here because I was speaking to even over about it. Like, you're going to have your phone and you're going to have your stacks uh, now. That's, that's how it's going to make it look. Have you guys thought like into that sort of world, like maybe trying to compete with Apple on this sort of stuff? Like, do, it, it, could, that, could that be a, a path for you guys? I went up to Pascal yesterday. I said, Pascal, Next, I want a phone. <laughs> Here you go. See you in 2030. <laughs> it's tough. Thinking about that, being, I know. I mean, Apple is literally anti-Web3. I'm sorry to put it this way. I don't mean to put you on the spot. They are anti-Web3. And the Coinbase wallet story says it all. Well, they are for now. For now. For now. Yeah. It will change. Like their, their, their policy will change, of course. Or, or they will become irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
for now they don't get it and but they will they yeah. will very very soon their, their policy doesn't make sense and it will change and to your point again what what you said go exactly in the same direction mm -hmm. that i was saying like we want to improve the ux while um, never compromising with security never the, the problem is today when you have a iphone when you have an android phone it's it's impossible to build to build a secure product on top of these phones this is not something possible no. this product have not been designed for for security um, you don't have a secure element and when you have you, you cannot uh, put your your seed, your your seed inside also you don't have the, the relevant cryptography and mostly you don't have a trusted display so as a user when you uh, consent for some transaction you can't trust on what what is written on, on your display so if there is a malware then maybe you you think you consent sending like um, 0.1 is to me while you are transferring all your NFT to the attacker. And against this, we can't do anything with uh, Android, with current Android and iPhone architecture. I was, I, I genuinely think, so I, I'm more of an Apple guy, iPhone, you see I have all my stuff. The only phone I would switch for would be a secure phone, like a ledger phone. That would, what would make me when you change. No pressure, we're not trying to, you know, but maybe we'll look back I in a few years. There's a beauty in having both of them, right? Like they, even when they came on the stage yesterday, it was like, "Oh, this replaces your wallet, yeah, more than your replaces your phone necessarily." Yes, and I like that because yeah. I do still carry, carry my wallet around, and yeah. this, 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 I like the idea of it. So yesterday it was the iPod moment. Maybe we will meet in a in a few years for the next moment. <laughs> well, there you go. I think I think this this is a great way to wrap it up with with Charles Guimet, CTO of Ledger. Charles, thank you so much and congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Merci. Hein? All right, all right. Well, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. A lot so, of, OSF is inbound, is he? Or? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know where he is. Uh, He's going to go drape a wreck guy around the Champs-Élysées, yeah. looks like. Let me see. Boom. Let me ask him if he's coming. And then we have uh, Ariel next. Ariel Wemgroff, who, uh, who will be joining us next. Uh, it looks like they're working on a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, everyone keeps saying that these these comparisons set to to companies like Apple when you're here, and you, you know you can kind of guess where this might be going. I don't know, dude. Honestly, I know a lot of people. Uh, I was talking to someone, the ledger. I don't want to single them out. Last night, um, and uh, and I was saying, do do you feel like the you guys are the Apple Web three? And he was telling me no. He says he's actually not a big fan of this uh, comparison and that's why. And he said, because I genuinely think that we can be better. And I love that in terms of what building the future. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised to see an Apple try and come in and like acquire a company like Ledger, right? Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that they would actually do something like that uh, on the Ledger side. Not easy to do something like that. Yeah, not easy either. But well, Apple has like a, over a trillion dollars in cash Correct. or something like that. It's yeah. Crazy. I mean, they're probably working on their own solutions. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But It seems like Ledger just got to figure out, man. I mean, they've got the culture on point. They're working hard. I mean, obviously, you're going to have Ian Rogers come on this show uh, in a few minutes as well. Um, they've got that, you know. They've got, obviously, the branding, the marketing. They've got it. Seems like they have money, right? You were talking about the last raise just now. I think it was $100 million. They did a big raise. series C, it yeah. like, and that's when everything went a bit nuts. Yeah. Um, and that's when I think Ian Rogers came on board and, It started being more than just security and moving into like broad hardware. It is interesting. I was speaking even to Fonz. Who was on your table last night? Um, 
So I had fun. They last raised $380 million. Yeah. Sorry, not 100. $380 million in June 2021, an evaluation of more than $1.5 billion. Wow, that's Wait. a big raise versus valuation. Think about that. Yeah, but let's stop there. $1.5 billion for Ledger. You, everybody's comparing them to Apple. Apple's a trillion-dollar company. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty bullish if you ask me. Um, if you're hearing this Ledger and you're doing another round, hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah, you're going gonna to put in 10K or something? I don't care. <laughs> I, even if it's a baby check, just to say I'm in there. Just to say I'm in there. You know? Like, hey, Golden, don't laugh at me, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Golden's putting in a bigger ticket than I forgot, you. It's so funny because you're here with me. I forgot Golden was with us. So I heard a laugh and I freaked out. It's like, wait, what the fuck? I forgot someone else on stage. I'm sure JC's laughing too behind the fucking Rock Radio logo right now. Uh, that dope Corey Van Lu logo, mind I, you. I, I was speaking to... Because if you wait... You hear about the genesis of these stories? They're, they're really interesting. Like I was, th- I was speaking to Fonz yesterday. He was on my table at Token Proof. Yeah. Thinking about the history of Token Proof. Do you know the history of Token Proof? Yeah, I was there for it. But do you know the what he was doing before? COVID vaccine exactly. uh, passports. Like how crazy is that? Yeah. He was doing COVID vaccine passports on the blockchain. And they switched the technology. And then it was like, we're going to switch the technology. And it's great to see that sometimes when you're just building something, and this can be the case, I think, across... This is why just being involved in this space is so valuable. Because if you are really building, particularly on like a engineer dev side you might put a lot of effort into something that fails and then it ends up being great tech for the next you know next movement here because there's just so many different ideas that can be built off the back of, of this technology and it's just funny to see he was like he was, i was opening up my covid um passport vaccine with him and he was like yeah i helped i helped help, like this is kind of related to the tech i helped build and then he said he went to ape fest the first ape fest and um when he was there, he came out of it. Remember, remember the first eight fest? How bad it was. Do you remember like no one could get in? Yeah, and they yeah, said I they were. Go. They said they were I using. Mean. They said they were using Excel sheets to get in. And he was. Yeah. He just came away from it being like, "Well, I have all this tech at home." I like, think he did forty-five events uh, at Basel. This last. Art I know, Basel. but like, just think about that. Like, you just you. If you're in the right place, right time, and you've done some effort with good tech, like you can really come up with a ton of different ideas. And it's cool to see Ledger develop from being just a security company to now being. I right. mean, we started out from being a Twitter space to a meter brand. Like it's these little things. Honestly, that's. Yeah, I think you, this you, is how it is. You work hard on something every day. It's hard to not think of ways to make it work. Absolutely. Look at DJs as well. Like you can reinvent stuff if you're if you're if you're willing to. And you don't even have to necessarily reinvent things. You just have to adapt them to to the next technology. And then grow it bigger. But speaking of new technologies, speaking of Ledger, of course, we just had Charles. We now have Ariel Wangroff. What's up, Ariel? Ooh, nice watch. Yo, that one's fire. I love the swag. That's the Paul Newman? Damn. Wow, look at that. Wow. Hold on, turn around. It is Radio. We're not going to rug your watch. Don't worry about it. It is It is absolutely fire. Ariel, um, you were quite the superstar yesterday. Oh, that's kind. That's kind coming from you. You were the one who, who opened the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really a special moment. I, go, I said it on stage, but we've been working on Ledger Stacks for two years in secret. So being able to actually reveal it also to the community that we care about the most, it felt like this incredible release. I held back our, our Corey Van Luke collab for four months. Obviously, nothing to the size of like a, a new product for Ledger. And it was impossible in my head. So I don't even understand two years of holding. No, I feel like now seeing them all over the room, I still have this impact of being like, hi, them. But it's amazing. And seeing the response, like 
we want everyone to feel like they need a stacks, they need multiple stacks, and it's just the beginning of it actually fitting into everyone's lives. It's great. So you're a VP of comms, yeah. right? At Ledger. How long have you been uh, working with Ledger for? I've been at Ledger for a little over a year. Wow. My background is actually in storytelling. So I was at Vice Media for five and a half years. No way. Created a ton of content there, worked on stuff in the US, Middle East, all over. And I believe that everyone should have the choice to participate in something. And it's all about how you learn about it. And we used to say at Vice, you know, it's more fun to remember a song you love than your homework. Right. And so it's our job to be that song. And I feel like at Ledger, it's our job again. Right. Like we have to be the one that makes something fun. Nothing is fun if it's homework. And so much stuff in Web3 is so prohibitive and unnecessary. So we're just really trying to cut through the noise. And that's why it's amazing to just work with people like you, where it's like, let's just let's be real. Let's have a conversation. Let's hang out. I appreciate that. This, yeah. You're you're definitely a great storyteller. Oh. Song rather than homework, and we'd rather. These be are the, the sort song. of stuff that Farouk eats up every day. Like those sort of lines that you just gave. Just like that is me. his bread and butter. I'm a He'll big branding guy. I'm a big <laughs> branding guy. He, lo- he loves his story. He, he you and him about storytelling NFTs. I think you and be- I could be. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking I'm gonna start picking your brain once you get a whole week's rest yeah, after yeah. the holidays. I'm not gonna bug you the rest of the month in the new year because you're. Genius. I'm here, I'm here so, for you. I, I wanted to ask, this has been a great activation Thank like you. in Paris. You've obviously been involved in, I think there was a big NFT NYC event, wasn't there as well? Yeah, What's it, what does the next year look like in terms of comms, activations? Like, Are you, are you planning it yet or is that, is that still something to, to come? Well, we know we're always going to have two ledger opens a year. It's our heartbeat. It's similar to what Apple does. One is more WWDC for them, which is similar to us here. It's for developers. And then the other one is more of our cultural announcements, which is what we did in June. We will always do those two events to come together because we own, we don't rent. And, you know, a lot of the other conferences in the space, you pay a ton for a logo and no impact. So, yes, essential. Just got to say that. Second, we know now with Stacks, like education is essential for us. So we'll be doing a ton with Ledger Quest. We'll be showing up in many different places around the world. I really want to make it so that our, like Ledger's difference is that... What's we Ledger make- Quest, sorry? Ledger Quest is actually our proof of knowledge NFT, where it's our education platform and you can answer questions and then you get a POK NFT from that community. We've been chatting with Mo and Steven. We're big on the learn to earn. We're big on the... We are too. We're big on the learn to earn stuff. Um, And I really like the whole Ledger Quest idea. I love it. And anything that changes the behavior, like Ledger quietly made it so that our business cards are NFTs on Polygon. So we worked with artists and they reimagined a ledger. And now we can send our NF, like a, if it's like, oh, hey, like do you have a business card? It's like, no, because I'm not a boomer, but I could send you an NFT as my business card. And then our information is actually in the metadata. I so, love that. Like we're just trying to be honest about it and just have fun. Anything that makes it easier to do something, that's our job. And we're not the main character. So even though at Ledger Open, it brings everyone together, it's like we get to celebrate all of you and all of the creators that have come in the developers. Wow. Developers are creators too, right? Like it's art. So we just want to treat it that way. So are you, are you big in uh, NFT communities? Like which, which, uh, which are your favorite? We are. We are, yeah. we are There's we are, a bunch are in the room. There's a bunch in the room. We are Web3, but we're also NFTs. We wanted to... We're big NFT people. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, trust me. I know. I am too. I mean... CPG, actually, like Chris Cantino. Oh, wow, yeah. Really I just had dinner with him in Miami. Yeah, I know. I was bummed to miss. But I actually, he gave me a mentor pass very early, and I learned so much with him. I mean, Dead Fellas, Boss Beauties, um, uh, like, oh, gosh, like li- like literally the list was on and on. Obviously, Ledger Market. Um, I'm a big fan of even, like, Meta Angels. Like, 
a lot of female founded projects that I can participate in world of women. I love Yam. Like, uh, anything like that. Lana Danina. I love her work she's from Montreal too. Yes. She's, yes, she's awesome. Yes. She's, a, she's amazing. And I actually have commissioned a few pieces of hers. So I really try to focus on that. And then I just have been lucky, um, to work with folks. I also love Claymates, which is on Cardano. They, they did a rug radio, oh, really? uh, last week. They, they made our logo in clay. Amazing. <laughs> they yeah, were at metaverse incredible. Miami. Yeah. I mean, they're basically like celebrity deathmatch meets NFTs. And that to me is the interesting thing. It's like, what's the form that's going to pull. I like people that are creating something that it doesn't to me have to earn in value over time. It just has to peak creative input. And then I'm down. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, fun. I mean, who are who's new that you're loving right now? Honestly, I'm just like, so like deep in what we're doing yeah like i'm just like yeah. I'm, I'm fully focused on that obviously the activation we're doing with y'all here in paris mm-hmm. we've got our own drop with cory van lu our right. pfp's coming in january yeah, which, is um, which is like maybe the most exciting thing for me because yeah, again working with artists like you're saying um and then working with the devs like we're working with syndicate dow he can't, he like can't say which nfts he likes because he gets accused of pumping them so uh, oh, yeah. okay, sorry <laughs> i mean there's openc.io forward slash faroque vault but actually no but like you have here some of my favorite artists i have oh, a squiggle yeah. like you guys yes. you have in display I'm a very big fa- friend and fan of, of Fred Fuckwender. Yes. One of my best friends. We're very honored. And I mean, I will say to that point, I should have said it, like Ledger just announced our NFT collection. Yeah, and it's not something, this is yours, right? That's, yeah, and I'm an advisor in the collection and That's it's been good. really powerful because we basically, every year we'll have a different theme. This is our foundation theme, which is these are artists and artwork that we believe will last Love forever. Jen Stark, by the way. Love and, and then OSF. And yeah. then OSS. OSS. He's in a separate wallet. I mean, he's here now. He just joined <laughs> oh, us. Shout out. Uh, you know, and, and CryptoPunk as well. But the truth is, Love like, the punks. we, th- but this is what I'm talking about. Like, everyone now is saying, like, okay, there's a bear market. Things are down. It's like, no, fuck that. Humans don't like to go backwards. Actually, this is just a new format that's bringing in, you know, a community of different forms of niche. And niche are what make masses today. And that's how it works. So, we're very proud to be able to work with all these artists here. How big is that roughly this scale? I would say the collection. Yeah. You know, that's a good question. It's a good question for JMP. I'm like actually surprised yeah. he's not lurking in the chat. I'd love, to, I'd love to get him on. We should. I mean, it's probably over a hundred now just because there are some wow. pieces, you know, similar to good governance at certain value we approve. And then at a certain level underneath JMP just goes wild. And he's such, he's so amazing at identifying artists. That I think you've already picked up a few red guys. Right? Yeah. Well, some OSF editions. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been some editions. Yeah, yeah there's one right there uh, behind all the stacks magnets. Yeah, one is actually going to be airdrop to everyone oh, that came, which is yeah. amazing. That's fire. Yeah. That's so, that's a cool piece. I'm a, I'm a pretty big OSF collector at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm one of the people that has almost every single edition that's ever dropped. I mean, everyone else sold incredible. everything, but. Ah, <laughs> not oh, me. Not Farouk. me. OSF. Uh, yeah. Farouk's not allowed to even, sell anything. Even, yeah. Oh, he's here. <laughs> Is he? I'm here. Even, if, if, yeah, even my best friends have sold them as well. Yeah, sorry, I'm not on the. Uh, as a little where were you? Uh, like, where were you, you? OSF? I, uh, running I up and down the Champs Elysees, shouting "Red Guy." That's what we've decided. <laughs> We're not allowed to say I, what so he was doing. Chocolate. I'm gonna show uh, Ariel. I had, what I had he to was do doing. something that oh, I couldn't. Right. Yeah. I had, oh, but oh yeah. Don't, but don't. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot, don't worry about it. I can't say anything yet. My Red Guy event in Paris is gonna be pretty fun, I think. Oh my god, it's so funny. But OSF, are you coming here? I'm on my way there. Yeah, just in an Uber. Okay, I uh, I'm realizing I'm looking at the time. Oh, 5:35. Yeah, I got to drop. 
but you we're so grateful go. to have you here. You're amazing. Thank you for having us. Sick. You know, you guys are fucking dope as fuck. Yeah. It's an honor to to have a booth here. No, with y'all. I mean, honestly, this is so fun. This is amazing for us. So thank you. Anywhere you guys want us, we'll be coming. Beware. Beware. Yeah, I want, where, where is the next? You haven't decided where the next ledger open is? We haven't. And actually, I'd be curious if people weigh in. We were thinking, you know, we did it in New York. We're like, should we do New York? Should we do Tokyo? Should we do Dubai? Tokyo would be Tokyo. sweet. I mean, you, maybe you guys should come on the world tour with us. Yeah. We are coming. Okay. That's the plan. We're coming on the world tour for sure. Okay. You know, Rug Radio are big fans of Ledger. Yeah, and that's for sure. All right. Well, so, thank you again. Thank so you Rogue so basically much. speaks Japanese after he interviewed someone. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday I interviewed well. someone in Japanese and it was really fun. Well, I mean, yeah. which is just English and I'll Japanese accent, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. kind of embarrassing. Well, I have lived in France for over a year, and that's basically my French. So now you're making me feel better about it. Uh, but uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for coming, Ariel. Well, see you later. See you later. Ciao. <laughs> that was fun. Well, we got Ian coming on next. Uh, that'll be fun. I think he's on stage right now. Um, super duper cool. Um, and uh, hold on, let me give you your phone here. There you go. Thanks for coming. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. Storytelling. So Tokyo storytelling. Tokyo for us. Tokyo. I mean, we, uh, do you think we have any say in where the next ledger open? They don't be? really have to twist my arm, honestly. No. Um, I think OSF is going to Tokyo in January. Yeah. So if anyone is, uh, that was that was the plans. Yeah, that's the plans. I love how he's just tuning in. I know. Where, I, where are you? <laughs> Hopefully, we'll be here I by the end of the I, show. Wh- one day, one day, you will all know. But unfortunately, I had something I couldn't miss. Red no, guy, we, we red guy that, February. Red guy February. Where are you physically right now? Oh, I'm in an Uber back to you guys. Oh, you're coming here? Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He'll, I will show, show up at the end of the show. Yeah, he'll show up maybe when the show's yeah. done. Maybe an hour after. I mean, Mando's got a dip in 23 <laughs> minutes. Uh, we're waiting for Ian Rogers uh, to make his way um, to us. Uh, and I'm actually going to make sure. Uh, boom, 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 boom. And so... Um, yeah, so... so it'd be cool. To, so where, where, where do you reckon are the, are the, are the big, are the big like places it. for the world tour? I mean... You know, you know how we've been talking about Dubai and Tokyo? Literally, we've been talking about Dubai. Dubai would be great. We've been talking about Dubai. We've been talking about South Korea. We've been talking about Japan. She's talking about Dubai and Japan, right? Um, and uh, and again, New York, Paris. Like these are the cities that you guys are gonna come to Lisbon. No, nobody cares about Portugal. It's unbelievable. Literally, bro. Six one, six one yesterday. Six you got, one against st- Switzerland, bro. You're gonna like, start caring when they knock France out. Th- what do you mean knock France out? That means you're, you're uh, thinking look, if, we're going to beat if England. England don't you're thinking win. We're going to beat England. England don't win. Portugal will finish the job for me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We all know. This uh, is the same accent you did to tell me falafel. Falafel. <laughs> Listen to me. I take you to eat the best falafel in Paris. Okay? It's five euros. Um, boom. And so we have Ian coming on next. Uh, um, so hang tight, everyone, because it'll, be it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Ian obviously was the uh, chief experience officer here at Ledger. Uh, you've seen it. Um, you've seen it uh, all. Um, you know, you've seen him uh, all over, everywhere. He's uh, one of the really the main people behind the scenes that's making sure uh, he's pushing the the the, uh, the culture. So funny! Oh my god, it's so funny. Look at this. Uh, one of our holders at this meme. You, me, and you know, Seth. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then. <laughs> The audience, is yeah, they're just watching, just watching. This is so it's funny. just like veiled barbs at each other. Uh, no, I'm just gonna. I'm so not I was saying, am I right in saying you? Have, I don't even want to. But I've just seen from El Baba Hoja that there is a coin desk um, auction happening today. I think you're included. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what's what's that? What's happening with that? Ovi, 
Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, the auction was meant to finish today, but I think there were some issues with uh, Coinbase NF- the Coinbase NFT platform. So I think people weren't able to bid. So they've extended the auction for 24 hours. So the auction will finish on... Yeah, yes. The auction will finish on um, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Basically. What's it at right now? Uh, mine's right now at 16, 16.69 ETH. Wow. I'll, uh, here, I'll pin the I'll pin the tweet. Yeah, I like that piece. Um, there's there's a bunch cool. of different artists, yeah. right? It's 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 like a full. Event. Yeah, there's a bu- there's a bunch of different artists. Full event. Yeah, there's like um there's Dave Krugman, there's Ovec. Um, there's some good stuff in there, and basically everyone got asked to depict each um each of the Coinbase most influential. So my task was like Do Kwon, Suzu, um Alex Mashinsky, and Steve Ellis. Your hero. Like, so it was one of SBF. Go for those for yeah. Four, four, four of my biggest heroes. Yeah. Um, but there's like one of SBF, there's like Zach XBT, there's, there's a lot of stuff in there, which is pretty cool. Is so, it true that Zach XBT um, was number two on this list? Yeah, he was. That's Zach XBT was number two, was, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And who was number one? Yeah, it's great. CZ. CZ. Oh, CZ, yeah. Zach XBT being number two is just, yeah, it's great. Like, you re- it shows you know crypto culture, I think. Yeah, it was good to, it's good to see that it's spread around a little bit and there's, different reasons behind different people but he is like when you think about it he's been monumental in exposing so much scams and yep. um you know everything really like he's uh, he's such a good thing for this space so it's nice to actually see him get some recognition i think yeah big time okay perfect um and it's uh, yeah uh, shout out to zach he deserves a second spot it's good that they finally put some people actually part of the space in a fucking uh top 50 or whatever yeah, you yeah. call it hopefully one day we make it you know, um, were you were you disappointed? You didn't, you didn't get number one. No, no, number one. No. I, I'm not number one, bro. I don't no, at least top ten, shit. though. I don't deserve. No, I don't deserve top ten. I definitely think we're top one hundred. <laughs> you think? I definitely I think, think I'm we're maybe top one hundred. Top fifty thousand. I mean, I think as a brand, uh, making waves in 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 Web three and specifically in the NFT space, I definitely think that no. we're top fifty next year. That we'll go for next year. You know, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think uh, I don't think any. Uh, I don't think... It's funny, this CZ arc, right? Like, do you think... Yeah. People, people, uh, I was at dinner last night talking about, um, like, who, who is going to be the next SPF? And pretty much everyone on the table agreed it, it probably could be CZ. Dude, if CZ falls down, crypto falls down. I don't know if it does. What do you mean? He's the, he's the main character. The main character never survives. <laughs> Shit, bro. I don't know. Uh, shit's been pretty crazy. Uh, it's actually... They are, they, are, they are not, you know... They're not as clean as, as maybe everyone thinks they are. So let's see. I don't think I don't think they're that clean. Uh, but uh, but I don't know much more either. I also don't want to get murdered. I I'm I'm pulling someone in here last minute. Get over here. Grab a seat. Put the headphones on, Stephen. We got to talk with you uh, over here. We have Stephen Dolce Maschio, um, head of partnerships. Dolce Maschio. Hey, come stai, Steven? You actually don't know that Farouk speaks five languages. The sixth would be Japanese uh, English. I'm, I'm learning Japanese because I want to go live in Tokyo. Uh, but uh, yeah, I do, I do speak Italian. I did live in Bologna uh, and I did take it in school for 12 years. Very impressive. And the more you know, the more you know. I also went to law school. I dropped out though. Did, didn't uh, quite make it. Didn't quite make it. NGMI. Uh, Steven, you are the head of partnerships. At, um, at Ledger, obviously, we're, we're starting to, to dance together. Love to see it. Love what you did here. So thank you very much. I'm just to say here on the record. It's an honor. Uh, how's this week been for you? I mean, fuck. Like, it's a lot of work, huh? Yeah, it's been a lot of work. It's been crazy. I mean, it's been 
product 18 months in the making and you know these events you work on for six to eight months but it's the last few weeks that matter and it's yeah. crazy so i mean i've been going 24 7 for the past so six six weeks or so one thing i like about ledger is your approach to partnerships obviously we've we're, we're here with y'all because you understand grassroots media yeah. But I see in, in the in the glass case in front of me, there's the world of women, there's the dead fellas right here, you Jen Stark, fuck render, squiggles. When red I mean, guy. Yeah, well, well there's red guy over there. Red guy over there. And so is that. We need a we need a red guy and a rug radio stacks. Absolutely. That's for sure. We're gonna work on it. Uh, but how how has it been for you approaching um, partnerships at Ledger? Because you you really, really have made it like the center of everything, it seems. Yeah, I mean I come from I, I started my career running a record label. Wow. Uh, I worked at Converse and Sonos after that. So I kind of come from a world where I'm always working with artists and making something or, or tying a brand to artists. So, you know, coming from that world is super important. And when you're at any brand, that you're doing something useful, that you're making, there's an output that matters. There's aligned values, uh, synergies between the partners. When those don't exist, that's when I think these things don't work and they feel fake. And also, we have a physical product, so we're able to create something together. There's there's a, there's a real world output to to these things. It's not just hey, we're going to give you a check to put our advertising in your show. No, no, we're going to make something, and our brands are both for the same purpose of growing adoption of this space and securing this space. There's natural synergies, and I think every partnership requires those things. It's like synergies, aligned values, and, and the opportunity to make something that's useful for our for our audiences, and ideally, we're sharing our communities and audience with each other. Like we're growing your audience, you're growing ours, and yep. that's shared, that shared value. It's good that you understand that. That's why Ledger's successful, if you ask me. Uh, it seems like a lot well, yeah, of... And I think, I think in this space, it's been a total mess. Like the last year, you just see companies throwing millions and millions of dollars to put names on things, teams, stadiums, like kind of in a very old school Stadiums! Way. Yeah, like yeah. yeah that like, rug radio stadium decision was a was a nightmare. Yeah, I well, can't believe things, we did. Those might be on sale now. Yeah, like you might be able to. You might We're be in able the running. To. We're in the run, running for the Miami. Yeah, one. totally. With our three million dollars treasury. Yeah, we're, we're, totally. We're rolling the dice, spending the whole treasury on it. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. We're absolutely doing it. But oh, guys, hold on. Before they start selling my NFTs, we're not doing it. But <laughs> but but what is um? So obviously, like new product is out. Gives you a little more ability to do even more partnerships. What are you excited about the most for the future of Ledger now that the news is out? Well, I think first we have a, I think we have a product that people get now. I think when you look at, the, you guys were saying it yesterday on the show, like you see, I think Champ was, uh, it was, no, it was um, Bryce that was on the show. And you see, yeah. you see the kind of USB looking band around his neck. Like, oh, it's cool. What is that? You look at this and you're like, oh, that clearly is a, is a screen. It's clearly a device I Correct. use. It looks user intuitive. It looks like a. It's sexy. It looks like something I would, as a consumer, I would use. And I think that's one side of it. Is like we we have a product now that has that beauty and elegance that a broader, a broader uh, consumer base can can identify with. Um, and if you look at some of the press from this week, it's cool hunting, high snobiety. High, it's not the typical business of fashion. It's not the typical stuff that covers. It's not just crypto outlets. It's very much like broader mainstream business and broader mainstream culture outlets, which I think is a, is, is, a, is a good indicator of like who's waking up to this. And then I think our ability to do collaborations with this product, with the folio and the jacket, it makes things a lot easier versus like having to do, redo the swivel like we've done. But like if we could have a bunch of different, kind of how like Apple does the Hermes, we could do so many more collaborations like that now way easier where like you can do a rug radio sleeve and you have that. Like that's because you're going to need a folio for this. Like yeah. You're not going to have it in your pocket. No. Uh, 
because you can't put it around your neck anymore. It's too big. Well, I've been thinking about. Well, I think you put it around your neck if you maybe put the folio and you ice it out, then you can put it around your neck. <laughs> maybe, but I don't know who's the one to do. Maybe. But ideally, people are gonna stick it to the back of their phone too, because they press the back. Uh, oh, it's uh, a magnet. So it's true. I was thinking the whole concept of stacks. Um, the idea that you'd have five of these means you're kind of a bit of a whale, you know. <laughs> yeah, five five is definitely like uh, it's whale status. Definitely an advanced user case. They're not, they're not cheap getting five, but if you can stack it to your phone, that's really cool. That's really well, cool. Yeah, People it's use much that easier to transact when you just can hit a couple of buttons with a, with a touch an e screen. Yeah, you know, punching buttons in on a net. Yeah, it replaces the wallet. Especially, especially when you're on the go. You know, the wallet. Like that, that drop happens, and you're like, oh shit, I don't have my nano. Or this is much easier. That's so true because now there's the Bluetooth and the, oh, all good. Don't worry about it. There's nothing. It's just a stand. And <laughs> I think it was just wasn't ever put right. Anyways, uh, and so uh, and so. What's, um, you know, obviously you guys have, you know, worked on a lot of cool partnerships. Um, you know, obviously the alpha, what, yeah, what's, one of the next give big us ones the alpha, coming. Some of the big ones. I know you're, you're all in. What I love about you, Steven, you're always working with, with the little people, us. You know, you're trying to work with the little people, the NFT projects, the guys, native ones. You guys are the big. I appreciate that. Top 50,000 in Coindesk. Top 50,000 of Coindesk. Uh, 49,669. Uh, but it, wait, that doesn't make sense. But, uh, but, you know, any big picture partnerships on the way are you guys getting approached by some you know pretty cool stuff happening and you have a product that can actually I mean, get you mass use i'm the person who fields emails ask people ask me for millions of dollars every day so, yeah like I, i'm like that's broke of everything <laughs> oh, i'm sure yeah like, yeah obviously rock radio and ledger are are, are going to do something hell yeah um, as of right now you know we'll, we'll probably start planning i don't have any big alpha to share but we'll probably start planning collabs and stuff Nice. Now that we're through to this, we'll start making that, but definitely you guys. And we're going to do another season of our pro team. So this year we had um, Betty, um, uh, Betty, Dan Health, Bobby Hundreds, and uh, Mike Shinoda. And Mike Shinoda. Um, so we're going to do another season of that. So every six months we're going to kind of roll oh, out a new Oh, I love that. A new product. Team. Yeah. So to keep, to keep it fresh. And so we have like, we're working with different people who have different interact with different people in the space so like maybe someone who's more into gaming or someone who's more deeper in the Solana community because you know we we, we, need, we serve so many different communities yeah no, it's all chains. maybe somebody who's more of a developer you know there's 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 that too so it's we try to pick our partnerships based on like the wide array of people we serve from a product standpoint and then um again like i said like people who we can we can build in who we like and we, we can build and grow with long term it's not short term stuff dope well i love that steven Thank you for passing by. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. We're going to see at the party later? You might. You might. Do you bring your dancing shoes? I'll bring my dancing shoes. Okay, cool. Make sure you do, all right? Later, guys. All right. Thank you for guys for coming. Thank, Thank you. you. It means a lot. Thank you so much. Uh, I got to put this back in. Don't know how it works. Don't worry. There you go. There you go. Let me just dub it in. It's Ovi's, um, what's it called? Um, stand. Uh, Ovi's strategically delaying his, 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 his arrival. Yeah, where the fuck is Ovi? I'm st- I'm still I'm om- I'm like ten minutes. Ten out. minutes out. Oh, that's convenient. No, yeah. I mean the show ends in ten minutes. Hey, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't run the traffic. Oh yeah. We well, still haven't had Ian yet, so. Uh, I, I don't know where Ian is. Actually. I think Ian missed about four or five panels today. <laughs> Pascal got here. I don't think he was here. So <laughs> he did. He did. He did tell me I was with Ian earlier, and he did tell me he missed a lunch <laughs> that he was supposed to go to. But uh, hey yo. 
Oh, no, we do. So have we, actually, we actually got a, a much, much better guest than OSF. We got Tambaditi on again. Hell yeah. Hold on. This thing's a little broken. Here. What's up, Farouk? How y'all doing, man? Yo, 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 champ, Medici in the house. <laughs> I, just, I just got off the panel. You know, we're here at Ledger. The Ledger Open has been nothing but a great experience for me. Um, what about yourself? How, how are you taking in this, this moment right now? I'm taking it all in. That's how I'm taking it. I think it's fucking dope. Yes, sir. Like, you know, there's culture. There's people from all around the world, all different languages. I'm in my hometown. Yes. It's like... You know, it's a lot. And I want to say, Ledger is doing this shit completely right. Like, everything. Literally everything. Like, before the panel, I remember being on the, the Zoom two weeks ago with the same panelists and just getting a vibe for each other and sitting down at dinner and really being able to 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 feed off of each other's creative energy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're doing everything right. The Ledger team is so amazing. Bringing Tony in was, I feel like, a genius move. Tony is a legend in his own right, um, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm grateful to be a part of this um, moment in, in in Web Three. Hell yeah! I like the jacket. I like oh, the man. swag. Oh, what is man? I'm trying to, what do I'm you expect? What do you expect? Right. I'm in Paris. Hell <laughs> yeah! So what what have you got going on at the moment, champ? Right now, I just started a fund with Tezos. We uh, oh. oh. A million dollar fund we giving back to minority communities all across the world. So, oh wow, this hey, is just like uh, what me sand did. Music and arts, music and arts. So, nice. you know, I, I've helped so many artists with huge platforms like Wiz and Eminem and Snoop Dogg. So I just felt like, what about that small artist from that little city in Paris or that little city in Los Angeles? What about those small artists who don't have that platform and that wants to get into Web three? Exactly. Wow, I I had no how, idea. How are you going to go about doing it? Are you, uh, because I know there's just like it is. There's a huge, huge global community on Tezos. Like, are you gonna, are you got a bunch of different people working with you, or like you're just gonna be scout, scouting through all the Tezos marketplaces for the next year? Like, ha- so I'm going to artists who aren't even into NFTs. Ah, okay. And I want them to create on the Tezos blockchain so that we can onboard them over here, so they can understand. Like, yo, it isn't as scary as you think. Like, this is a creative space where other creatives are waiting for your voice and your art to be expressed so you know hopefully through my act of kindness and, and through this initiative with tezos we can onboard other creatives to keep creating at a high level wow that's awesome fuck yeah and that's, that's gonna be so music as well music and fine arts that's i awesome. love that and so on top of that i mean you're one of the people that use your ip pretty well yes, you know sir. i saw that dank i appreciate sure i smoked it with you at the <laughs> studio with snoop uh when i was over in la uh during nft la what else you got going on, on the business side of things? So on the business side of things, I actually have a cannabis brand called Board Ace. We're the number one. I smoked it. It's good. He smoked it. Farouk was a little high. I ain't going to lie. Uh, yeah. It's always a little it's high. It's the number one <laughs> cannabis strand in cookies, um, retail in all of America. And then also, we just launched Board Taco, a food delivery. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. I, I, I just got a partnership with Uber Eats, Postmates, and DoorDash. Um, so... It's real. You know, I'm turning this digital asset into something that people can physically interact with and hopefully inspire others to do the same because I'm not the only one with eight. Yeah, no, there you go. I mean, Mando has 72 of them. So I'm trying to get like you, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to do some more stuff with them. You got, you got, you guys, if anything, y'all got a link because yeah, we should. Jap's pretty good at like, I didn't see you. Are oh, you we have. Like, rec, rec guy, I believe you're on a rec guy, right? Or at least I know, I know Snoop was a rec guy. Yeah, Snoop has a rec guy. 
I remember what track is a guy. Right guy? You don't. Oh, you will know. Hold up, hold up. These. Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I, I love how I had it open here. We used to make we used to make some fast food with those. I think. Bro, we opened. Actually, it should be a drink, if anything, because like, you're drinking something. That's we were so, already speaking about it. Snoop Dogg's got wine, right? Like it's yeah, that's got, what's going really well. Yeah, we got the wine, and we launched in the coffee next year. Indo yep. coffee, just Yo. straight from Indonesia. Shit, I better get some <laughs> of that shit. We got y'all. I ain't gonna take up too much of y'all time, man. I just want to say you guys are legends. And shout out to Rug Radio. Shout out to Ledger Perry. The champ is here. You did. You did. Thanks, Chap. Yo, appreciate the love always. Means a lot. Thank you. Hell yeah. I love Chap. I love Chap. I was with him and, and Snoop Dogg in the studio. Uh, when was back, that? Uh, back in February. Bull market, right? Uh, end of bull market. Like yeah. NFTLA vibes when I was up $750,000 in my Izuki bag. Yeah. Um, You're yeah, hanging out with Snoop Dogg. All the celebrities wanted to hang out with you. James Fauntleroy, you know, Snoop Dogg, everyone that was cool then. Uh, you know, I didn't get a uh, look at this. I no, but I did go to the studio. I recorded a podcast actually because he has a podcast with Nick Adler. Oh, right, um, yeah, yeah, gonna come on the show so, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, now. exactly. Talk about vintage, it's gonna be cool. But, um, and so that's when I met Chat Medici and, and we were chilling with Snoop and everything. And I did smoke that weed, uh, and it was great. It was great. Once you get into Snoop Dogg's studio, you don't get out, it's a fucking like spaceship. Yeah, where is it? Not giving away exact details, but like, yeah, what, what, what? it's in LA, yeah, yeah. Close to the I airport. can imagine it's a lot of fun in there. It's a lot of fun, but like you get sucked in. It's like memorabilia on the walls, like dope studios. Tiffany Haddish was on one room. The Nath Boys, another one, and he was on FaceTime with Paris Hilton. It was one of those moments like, like okay, wait, maybe I shouldn't be there. You know? Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were chatting rug radio and stuff. So he's got was... a lot of history. That's the thing. People forget about Snoop Dogg. Like, yeah. And... He's, he's stayed relevant for a long, long time. So Yeah, he has. Uh, I don't. I think Ian Rogers' panel is running over. Um, do oh, Seth might have to take over for me then, I guess. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, and I, I mean, I'm all good to wait. Uh, here, all good. I'm checking with Katie. Hang tight, everyone. Uh, uh, well, I'm talking to Katie, a ledger who's helping us out. Um, and uh, and um, and uh, and so it's been uh, it's been super cool. I love that you know we're just like taking getting people in. I love that someone posted a live picture of us with Champ. I'm gonna pin it. I'm going to retweet it as well uh, right now. You love to see, dude, we got to do this live shit more. We got to do this live shit more. Um, we have to be present in places more, Mando. Like, I think we have some pretty cool ideas for what we want to do. Um, so I think we'll be taking it. I love that he's listening to it live on his, on his AirPods. Yeah, come here, Bryson. Get over here. We're waiting for Ian from Ledger. Get over here. Put the headphones on. Sit down. There is, you go. Is OSF in the building? OSF, where are you? I'm still like five minutes out. There's a lot of traffic. So we go. Because this like can't go. We have to hold it from here. There you go. We got Bryson in the house again. How you doing? Oh man, it feels good. I'm back here. Two of the most beautiful people in Web. I mean, you and Champ back to back with the swag. Y'all are making us look pretty. uh, Now even I look bland. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I look bland. You guys, the swag is. I mean, I got my nine DCC. You're more like Web three. He's just more like swag. Yeah, I wanted to look European today. Shout out to Nicole Beeman. She had this really cool rabbit scarf that I'm wearing, and she forgot it yesterday, so I threw it on Nothing today with but my rabbit. Fit. Yeah, I was like, this probably cost her one ETH. Yo, this the, is the top, fucking right? nice. Yeah. The rabbit. She so probably scary. bought it at the top, and now I'm wearing, I'm wearing it at the bottom. So shout out to Nicole. That <laughs> Nicole. Better. She's having dinner last night. Some good chat. That was fun. How was day two for you? 
it was cool. We had um we had the speaking part of it where I, you know, the, you spoke on a panel, right? Yeah, I spoke on a panel with uh, Betty from see, Death. We didn't also do any panels. You notice that? No, we were the ones no, sitting we, in the outside. We've been put in the corner, yeah, right? Put in yeah, the corner. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I think Ledger needs to fix that. All right. We need to do Rug Radio live, like in a panel. Uh, it, huge auditorium Ledger. of panels, and we're like in the corner. Beautiful auditorium, yeah, actually. Yeah. Mind you. I mean, we pretty, just had pretty Steven dusty on. where we are. I mean, hey, don't cost us this partnership, you, okay? So, wait, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm vibing over here in my corner. I, like, I mean, we are literally the center of attention in this fucking room Honestly, here. Honestly, next cool. year, I want to see all of the wall skinned in Rug Radio. Yeah, like, just rugs. And, actual, and rugs all over the yeah. floor. Apparently, we're going to Japan. Rugs on rugs on rugs. Rugs on rugs, rugs, on, rugs, on, rugs, on, rugs on rugs on rugs on rugs on rugs. Rugs on rugs on rugs. Rugs on rugs on rugs. You already know. <laughs> Beat on with that. I would do it. Too bad you can't put up. Can you put a beat on with that? What I would do you a want? whole rug Give, radio freestyle. Go, right go. Now. What kind of beat you want? Uh, some, some with some, some boom what and some soundtrack. Bad, you like? Know, uh, yeah, you. Farouk does fancy himself oh, as you, kind of a C list yeah. DJ. Whatever, whatever you put. It, 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 don't make it too fast. I like the beats per minutes to be kind like of like Migos instrumental type vibe. Yeah, if you give me a, if you give me a Migos, you know I'm not. I'm, I'm not from the trap. I could probably go to Bat and Bougie. Uh, I, I can give it a go. Why not? Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Hold on. Let me see what you got. I like Jack Harlow shit too. Oh shit! This is real. This wow. is getting really real. Shout out to oh, Rug yeah. Radio. That's a B-list DJ hey, right let's now. Let's go. Let me run this shit right now. This is for Rug Radio. It's for Farouk. Let's for Mendo. Hey, hey. Money on top of me, nobody stopping me. Y'all in my bag and I'm playing Monopoly. This ain't a coupe. I chop off the roof. Ain't taking no knees. I don't say I do. Young niggas shining. I've been put the time and they see me in Saxon. They know that it's Bryson invented designer. And now it's all on me. I'm stacking this pip. So are Agami. Wait, hola. I'm a ball like fruit roller. Hey, got a fatty on my arm. Got a ledger on my neck. Young nigga up next. You can see it on my neck. Balling all under the rest. Euro like I'm James Harden out in Boston. Yeah, young nigga got the ball like I'm Spalding. Doing this shit so often, I ain't stopping. All in my zone, all in my bag, and now I don't lag. Keeping my shit safe. I pull up and race. I pull up with Nikes all on my feet. They meet. Ooh, ooh. Artifact getting the spot. You know I eat. Farouk. Yeah. You know how a young nigga glow. Hopping all in the spot like, whoa. Yeah, I'm rapping on rock radio. Never going to stop. Let me hit it to the top. Let the beat go. Never going ahead till I drop. Step back, Kobe. They don't even know me. Pull up in the spot. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, let go, shit. 90cc on my dick. That's my whole squad, because you know we hit. Put that shirt on. Know that shit is lit. Shout out wow. to Money 90cc Rug Radio. <laughs> hardest rapper in NFT gaming, and I don't even rap like that. Damn. Hardest, hardest nigga in NFT gaming, period. I'm going to talk my shit for us. Bryson, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that contract just got doubled. <laughs> Whoa. What wow. just happened? Why, why, why didn't we just replace OSF now? Like, OSF, you're fired. OSF is fired. Like, he, he literally, if he turned up five minutes before, he would still have a job by now. <laughs> he's literally on stage, but he's just not here. Yeah. No, you Don't bother turning up. You, you guys have me come on, man. It's a blessing. I mean, I get to talk my shit. We're out here with Ledger. I love 90cc. You guys know I did, I did the first 90cc yeah, I saw that. modeling, so that was super fire. But I oh, mean, were you part of the original? But Sobi was also part of that. Yeah, original. Sobi was too. But he's a whole, he's a small town Sobi's, journalist. Sobi's a gamer too. Sobi's a gamer. I love Sobi. He's my yeah. best friend. Uh, shout out to Sobi. But I mean, like what you guys are doing here, a lot of people don't understand how culturally important this is to shifting opinion 
and changing the narratives that people see. Because most people come into Web3, they see hacks on hacks on hacks. But it's like there's so much good shit that isn't seen that's being broadcasted. And the people you guys give platforms, they're people running radio spaces all times of the day and the night. That shit crazy. All day. We have a few of our hosts even like wandering around here. And it's really cool. I got to meet some of them for the first time. Yeah. That's you know, and someone told me at Red Ledger, like, you guys are everywhere. What's up with that? I'm like, yeah. that's the goal. It's a centralized medium, you I know? Yeah, any niche in Web3, there's normally a rug radio show. About yep. It, right? Every, this morning, there was a show in Mandarin that tried, they broadcast directly to Binance, 10,000 listeners. You know? We are here. And that's a completely different market. Completely. Yeah. Rug radio, baby. My mind's blown. I'm going to leave y'all too. <laughs> that was incredible. I appreciate you, what, what, dude. Into the show, that was well. And then, I mean, I do have to wait maybe for, 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 oh, yeah, we'll see if he'll turn up. I love you guys, love you, Frog, love you, Mando. Thanks a lot, man. You go, Bryson. You'll be at the party. I was not expecting that. Got your dancing shoes on, right? Me too. Yeah, these are new balances, not quite 90 cc. Yeah, yeah, from 05, not the new yay. We don't like them now, sadly, which sucks, which sucks, because I, I was quite a quite a big fan until I saw him get on this bullshit. Wow. What actually happened? Did, did, a, did, did, the, did the auditorium fill out and people realized that we were here? Uh, I think Suddenly got very panel, busy in this room. The panel right? ended. There is people all around us right now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I mean, we are literally surrounded, um, which is a really cool sight. Yo, that freestyle was fucked. Yeah. I hope they heard it right in the audience. Jazz, did you have fun listening to that, that freestyle? I see Illa, the producer, down there. That was hot, man. It came in, like, super clear, too. That was amazing. Bro, you're going to have to clip that. Uh, I hope you know that. Uh, I see Girl in the Verse down there. I see JC down there. I see Boo. I see Sammy. I see Jen. I see J6. I see Icebergy. Dude, I see Mike Gomez. I see Mish. Matthew, Neil, IMO, Sneaker Dad, Casey, Dylan, Justin, FFV, Illa, Taylor, Dave, Krugman. I see everybody out here in the audience. Hang tight because um, because uh, Ian Rogers is literally on the way. And we're going to have Ian uh, finish this up uh, with us right now uh, in a second. Look at that. The fam is down there throwing hearts. I see Q. I see Ray. I see Camilla, Tipro, Tanya. I'm just throwing names now at this stage because this family down there, this people that are always out here supporting us, Rock Radio through Thick and Tin, Tin. No matter what, you love to fucking see it. Where's Ian Rogers? Ian Rogers! Where, <laughs> where's he at? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. This is fun. And GMI. Uh, and GMI. No, no, he is GMI. He is GMI. I really want to get him. I don't want to end the show, this recording, uh, without, uh, um, without, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, I'm waiting for Ian right now. He's supposed to come in. We have another rug radio host there. Europe. Nikita, what's up? I see Nikita. There you GM, GM, everyone. What's up, baby? Talk to us about your show, Rug Radio. It's fire, actually. Rug Radio Origins X, Y, Z. Live from London together with my friend Hannah and Alice. Uh, shout out to Hannah. Shout out to Hannah. I fucking love her. She's amazing. She's a queen. She has amazing energy. She's incredible. We had to postpone our show yesterday because of the electrifying atmosphere that is happening here. That's not very Rug Radio. We don't cancel Rug Radio. I'm kidding. 
GM show, like guys, uh, listening to you back at home, it's one atmosphere, but being here live, it's so fucking amazing. I've seen guys, Rook, uh, Obi yesterday, like Mando, preparing this place for like a couple of hours, and this is going crazy. Like, look at all these people. Look at the people. Look at all these people. I don't know, like 500, maybe 1K maybe. people, and those are some of the brightest minds out here. Maybe we'll get promoted to the main stage next year. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Becoming increasingly obvious that this is where everyone was. <laughs> oh, there he is. There's Ian Rogers. Nikita, any last words? I love you guys. I love you. You're amazing. You're Let's amazing. Go. Thank Let's you for putting us on course. Thank you for being here with us. We appreciate you, King. Always you. Thank you so much. Time. There's the man, the myth, the legend himself, the chief experience officer, a ledger. We have Ian Rogers. We're about to give him the mic. Just be careful because this will fall. So you got to hold it from here. Okay. The man himself, Ian Rogers. You just missed the craziest thing. Bryson pulled up and then he freestyled for us. What? As it a filler. As a filler waiting. Crazy. We were just waiting. He's like, you'll throw on a beat for us. We're waiting for you. And he was like uh, talking about Ledger, Rock Radio, 90CC. Uh, he just went insane. We had Chad Medici hop on. And a couple other members of your team. We all have... I see... Oh, wait. Where's mine? I see we all have a little beer. So, cheers to you. Thank you for having us. What a pleasure. Shout out to Ledger. It's like the Bob and Doug McKenzie show over here. Now, live. Wait, wait, listen. You're dating yourself there, I think. <laughs> no, come on. I thought, I, thought, I, thought we were, I thought you were Canadian like this. I, I'm just acting like I know what it is. But it, it, it was, <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm literally 17 years old. Uh, but here, you can actually... Oh, hold on. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Of course you do. You're a rock star. Oh. Handheld. Handheld. Ian, you just got off stage. It, obviously, I know it took you all to get here because everybody wants to talk to Ian Rogers. I mean, you're a superstar here at Ledger and Web3 and Crypto. How has this week been for you? It's like I said on stage. I, I, I'm really, uh, like, we're just honored that people, you guys, everybody took time out of their busy lives to come hang with us for a few days. I think it's amazing that, that Ledger is a, is a company that people are interested in enough, you know, and we, we're, we're just we're just doing our jobs here in, in a way. And so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It feels incredible. It's good to have like stacks out there after, yeah. you know, keeping it quiet for so long. And even last week, we're like, oh, my God, we've kept it quiet this long. Like, how can we make it not leak, you know, just for a few so more Ariel days? So was saying, she was like, well, finally. And now we can uh, open our big mouths. Um, now you straight. can boast it. Exactly. And, uh, but, you know, we just, we just have work to do. Look at that. <laughs> we, we, made it. we have an embargo on, on saying where Ovi well, was. Yeah, yeah, I know, um, I know. I know. You know. I know. I know exactly where he was and I have photos to prove it. And, uh, but you know what? Uh, he got lost in Paris. Uh, it took him two hours to get here somehow. Uh, we were with him earlier, but we couldn't yeah. find him. But he, he's too small in Paris. We couldn't find him around. He ran. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was, well, the metro system is complex here. Yeah, he got lost in the metro system. I heard he ended up in Neuilly. Exactly. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get. It's hard to get a cab. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, this is way too funny. Um, Ian, you obviously your chief experience officer at Ledger. I know experience is something extremely important and near dear to your heart, but also to Ledger. I mean, thank you for putting this whole rock radio thing up for us. But also, you've you've been all around, um, and the experience. And a lot of people have been talking about the experience here. How important is experience within the Ledger ecosystem? You know, so. I did not come up with the title Chief Experience Officer, and I probably would not have on my own. So. What would it be? 
all credit. You know, I, to be honest, I don't know. I'll tell you, this is, I'm just going to give credit to Pascal on this because, you know, he's the one who said, look, Ian, this is, this is your job title. And this is what you're going to do. And the reason was for Pascal, he was looking at, you know, what, how do technologies become transformative and they become a part of our lives. And they do that by transforming, you know, what we do. As Clayton Christensen said, there are no new human problems. We just hire new technologies to solve old human problems. And that's what that's what's happened. If you look at, you know, what the way that we use technology today as humanity is totally different than 20 years ago. And 20 years from now, it will be different again. And at Ledger, we want to build what that is. But to build that, you can't build technology and then hope people find a way to adopt it. You know, you have to solve real problems and, and you know, create experiences. But I also think the experiences themselves, you know, become more important because one of the things that the Internet has done for us is it's given us more choice. And therefore, we have less patience. You know, we have, we have a, an infinite amount of, you know, choice of what we could do with our time. And so, therefore, we, you know, we, we, we don't fuck with things which we, which we don't want to do. And I think that even as we spend more time looking at screens, then in-person experiences become more important. But also, like, the way that technology works with us becomes important. Let me tell you a true story. A week yeah. ago, Hedvig and I were in the kitchen, and uh, Google, what is it called? The Google Home. Google Home did the wrong shit again, right? Like, What happened? Ah, you tell it, like, set a timer for, you know... 50 minutes or 15 minutes and it sets it for 50 minutes oh. five zero instead of one five and finally we just I, I unplugged it from the wall and i threw it in the garbage i was like you know what the experience of a fucking regular kitchen timer kicks this thing's ass right and and so but that's the thing is like experience is we just don't have time or patience for bad experiences and the reality is is that the experience around web three is not so good. Although when people say that, I always want to stop and go, what do you mean specifically? Because a lot of times people have no fucking idea what they mean. They're just like, oh, I heard somebody say that. So I think I'll say it. In other words, I don't really know how to use it. So I'm going to blame it on the experience. But people who, who know there's two main things that they, that they say, and I think they're both right. One is onboarding to go from like zero to like, just, just, Tell me how hard it is to go from zero to collecting a Tezos NFT. Tough. I mean, Even I'm lazy. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's so many ways that, that you could, that, yeah. that process could go sideways, right? Okay. You know, the other, so onboarding is a big one. The other one is connectivity to Web3, right? I've got to, I've got to connect MetaMask, hardware wallet, site. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Oh, wait, I'm not using MetaMask. I'm using Brave and it's pretending to be MetaMask and Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, so that I, so these are, I think, the real issues, you know, for us onboarding like stacks, it's a big focus for us. We have another product around, you know, seed phrase coming out next year that, oh, dope. that, that wow. you know, is meant to try to like simplify and make onboarding less scary for people. Um, but also with Ledger Connect, that's trying to like address the experience of connectivity to Web3 head on and be like, look, you can have a hardware wallet. You can be safe. You can use an iPhone, you can use Safari, and it can just work. You know, so I think, but also, again, 15 years from now, we're going to be laughing at this conversation because yeah, the, you know, probably. the hardware we have will be so different. The software we have will be so different. And we'll be like, remember when, remember when you had to like, you know, 
rip MP3s from the DOS command line. Like, you know, so we'll get there. But it's not easy. I tell you, building this, this device over the past year is real work. You don't just like have the idea, snap your fingers, and then it appears, you know? It's, we were talking to your CTO about that. It's real yeah. work. We were right. talking to Shal earlier about that. Um, yeah. I have a question. Obviously, you, you are ex-Apple, um, and Tony Fidel came into the picture today, um, yesterday, right? And we saw, you know, what, you know, he was the inventor of the iPod of Nest, which is awesome. I love Nest. <laughs> That's so fun to use. I mean, the dude made a thermostat sexy. Literally. And it made you want to actually play with the fucking thermostat, Can right? Can you imagine? People put thermostats as presents under Christmas trees. Yes. Okay, come on. Just think about that for a minute. That's a superpower. Exactly. <laughs> and when I go to someone's house and they have Nest, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, they, you, you know. You know, you it's know. like, you know. You go to Airbnb, there's Nest. All right, all right. I'm the right Airbnb. But point being is, how did that come? Was that you, Tony Fidel, brought him on? How, how, did, how was the process of even working with Tony Fidel in, in, in crypto? Like, how has this process been? You know, so a couple of things. It's super personal for me because when I moved here to Paris seven years ago, Tony was one of the first friends that I made. Wow. We got introduced. So I'm actually, I think it'll drop this week, but I recorded a podcast with Tony last week where we talk about this in, in, in depth. And it's really fun because it's just two friends. Is that on Ledger? So people It'll can... be on, on the Ledger, the Ledger podcast. Yeah, I did one, one drop today um, with Pascal, which I'm proud of. Nice. And then the one with, and then the one with Charles who you talked to earlier yep. is super good i'm like smart man, man if everybody listened to the podcast with charles no one would use anything except ledger because his emphasis on security just now an hour ago on the show incredible he the dude is incredible he's an incredible technician yeah. he's an incredible cto and he's a really 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 great human being he's a fantastic skier i got only good things to say about <laughs> this is we're building we're building great shit with friends that's really what it what it is um but similarly with tony we, we just became friends we got introduced to some multiple people um, you know, multiple Americans who were like, hey, you're both in Paris. You should meet each other. Uh, we tell the story in a little longer format on the, on the podcast. But what the other thing that happened was he was actually instrumental in me coming to Ledger, even though he wasn't directly involved because over COVID, Tony's family and my family were like pod families, right? So we spent a lot of time together during COVID and not with other people. And he and I like kind of just wound ourselves up. Oh. We were like, we're like, wait, this is it, right? We were both already crypto holders. But for us, for Tony and me, um, 2020 and the pandemic was like, okay, look, you got two trillion in stimulus in the US, trillion in stimulus in Europe. You've got the technology is here, global pandemic. Like this crypto is made for this. Like, yeah. We both really, if you could picture two crazy technologists sitting around during COVID, yeah, 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 not yeah. seeing other families. Over you a could, nice little bottle of red. And so, <laughs> so i would already been friends with Pascal since I moved here of as well. Course. And, you know, and, and we, Pascal and I talked about me joining Ledger, but I didn't really see the, the moment, you know, and plus I was just enjoying what I was doing at LVMH, you know, just now on stage with Alex Arnault. I love Alex Arnault. I didn't want to leave him, you know, or, or, or anyone else at LVMH. But to me, I saw this thing where I could be operational, which is what I really wanted to be. But also just I'm like, this is where the future is. And Tony actually was a big part of me coming here. Wow. And, and very quickly after me coming here, he conceived the idea um, for for stacks, and again, I tell the story, or he tells the story of that um, in the podcast, and um, it's a good story because it's wow. a story that he tells in his book. You know, in his book build, he talks about like when he has an idea, he runs from it, and he ran from this idea, but the idea chased him down. From it, he runs from it because he has so many ideas. So when he has one, he runs away, and if the idea chases him down. 
And so crypto chased him down. And Ledger. Like, you know, not just Ledger, but the notion that, wait a minute, just like I talked about on stage yesterday, wait, these things are going to be a part of our lives, period. Like, you just have to make that assumption. I know there are people who hadn't. And by the way, I knew those people in 2002. I knew the people in 2000 that thought the internet would not be a part of their lives. And I think the same way of them as I do the people who think that digital assets will not be a part of their lives. I don't care. I don't want to convince you. Come to me in 15 years when your passport is a digital document and the way that you cross borders is proving that you're the owner of the wallet that contains that document. Like, I don't need to convince you. It will find you. But Tony gets that. Tony's like, yes, of course, digital assets are a part of the future of humanity. But, but then he's smart enough to have the immediate next step, which is like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. If that's true, we do not have the hardware. We don't have the hardware that that world needs. And he's like, okay, well, what would that hardware look like? The other great thing about the way that Tony, you know, thinks about this, the way he thinks about this as a team is, you know, he remembers very clearly. And the thing I always remind my team is you got to remember that the iPod, when it came out, is not the iPod you remember, right? The iPod, when it came out, was... It belonged to an Apple that had less than 2% market share. Um, it was a $10 stock. They, um, there was no iTunes for Windows. There was no iTunes store. So, so Tony also knows where to start. Like, what's that V1? When you have no fun, not foundations. Nothing. What's the V1 look like? Yeah. Right? What's the V1 look like? We, we know we're going to get to V2, V3, V4, V5, yeah. on and on and on and on. But how, you got to, like, you got to put one foot in front of the other. So what's that first step you take? We're going to go run a marathon. I don't go out and run, you know, 26 miles today. I, I go run five, knowing that I'm going to get there over time. And that's the other thing that, that Tony can do is in his head, he's the only person I've ever met that can, that can build, that can envision at the same moment, like the circuit board and the billboard and the roadmap. He's got it all. He sees the path that like comes to him like a, like a, like a, like a sensei. I can't wait to see what V2 is to him already. You're like exciting me, like V2, V3. Like it's crazy. Well, and, and think about it with the iPod, right? You go from, you know, the device, the, the big device. The, the mini to the to nano the, to the, exactly. the small nano to the, yeah. No, no iTunes store. Yes, iTunes store. No video. Yes, video. You know, and then no, to the I, iPhone. And ultimately iPhone. Hell yeah. Do you think this was the Ledger's iPod moment? And I'm asking you that because every, yesterday we did this thing. But it wasn't with the Ledger team. Like today, it was mostly just we picked random people out of the crowd. Everybody kept comparing you to Apple, kept comparing you to iPod. Uh, do you think that was Ledger's iPod moment or no? I think that, you know, so I asked Tony, you know, we talk about this iPod analogy. Is it is it apt, right? I don't really want to throw it around if it's not. Yeah. And I, I, I think it is, you know, look, Apple is an exceptional company. Steve Jobs is an exceptional person. Like these, you can't recreate these things. No. Like this is lightning in a bottle. There's no, there's no way to recreate it. So, I mean, I hope not. In a way, I hope it's our version of it, whatever right. that is. I mean, look, we're in Paris. We're not in Silicon Valley. We're in a town that actually has good restaurants, unlike Cupertino. <laughs> unlike Cupertino. We're in a town that actually has fashion sense, unlike Cupertino. I'm talking to y'all. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all come to y'all come to work. Y'all come to work in a Warriors jersey every day. You know, I'm talking to you. Um, I love you. I love you, man. Don't not don't be mad. Um, the uh, but but no, it's it's very it's very different. Except the thing that's the same is again, you go from the thing that the thing that I this is very much my point of view because I did digital music from 1992 <sighs> until you know 2015 when I moved to when I moved to Paris. 
But what I remember really well is, again, ripping compact discs at the DOS command line. And now you can say, hey, Siri, play Black Sabbath. And it just pops out of your Amazing. phone like magic. And that is the journey. So I think that's what's comparable is, you know, and the other thing is, is that there was, we knew that there was promise. Just like in Web3, we know that we know there's something here. We know. But I don't think we actually know what it is. And, I, and, the, and the, the analog I would use for that is, you know, again, I started working, you know, building applications on the Internet in 1990. And I was excited about it all the way through. And then, honest to God, 2008, 2009, 2010, with the iPhone and the App Store, it was almost like we were like, oh, now we know what we've been doing finally. Like, finally, there's a platform for all this work we've been doing, you know. So I think there's... so. The, the analogy for me is this. In 2002, I knew the future of music was subscription. And that was a very unpopular point of view in the music business. Like people would like not only laugh at you, like yell at you when you told them that the future of music was going to be a subscription. What we couldn't, so we were right, but we couldn't have predicted the iPhone in 2008. Even in like 2006, it was difficult to predict. We couldn't have predicted the iPhone, the impact it would have, the way it would change the carriers, like there were a lot of genuine everything. surprises. Also, if you would have told me in 2002, you know, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the future of music is subscription. And you're like, I know. And it's going to come out of Sweden. I right? saw the Spotify uh, documentary, not, long, I, not documentary, but the recreation I, of it. I would have laughed in your face yeah. as if you'd have told me that the biggest rapper in the world was going to be the kid in the wheelchair from Degrassi High. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Like, from Canada. Go Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I would have no fucking way. Right. But this is what I love. And I think the future is the same. Like there are things that are that unpredictable. You know, there's something there's a Spotify out there. There's an iPhone out there. There's a Drake out there, you know, and like we can't predict them. I can I can tell you, I promise you they come. I promise. But I don't know what they are. A lot of them in the space. That's what excites me. You know, that, that's what really excites me is that we know we're directionally correct. By the way, it's also why I love Ledger and why Ledger is the project that I want to do personally because I know I don't know. I know I can't pick the project, right? It picks you. <laughs> well, but also like it, no, the, the world picks it, right? Like much easier to have invested in Cisco than Netflix because you knew there was going to be more internet. You didn't know that this like company that ships DVDs was going to be the, the future of, yeah. of uh, binge watching. Binge like, that yeah. was like, can you imagine like, yeah. talking about binge watching? That it would kill TV ads. In 1998, you would have been like laughed out of this room. No, everyone's like, no, yeah, yeah. People are going to make series and they're going to drop them all at once. In 1998, people would Seasons now. They, seasons, two, three seasons at once. You just watch them in one weekend. They would have laughed at you, right? Uh, That's what I love. I, I, you know, you know, it's like, but, but what you, what you did know in 1998, what you could bet on is there will be more internet tomorrow than there was yesterday. So what, here's what I'm betting on with Ledger. My bet's really simple because I'm betting my time and my opportunity costs. Yeah. Right? So my bet is really simple. There will be more digital assets tomorrow than there were yesterday. Easy bet. Security is going to be a major problem. Great bet. <laughs> and the hardware that will secure people in that world does not yet exist. Okay. That's my, that's my bet, right? So now what do I do? I try to work with a team, people like Charles, like Tony, like Pascal, to build the secure hardware of tomorrow. Boom. You might as well drop that mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck up your mic. Uh, it's OVs. You're fine. 
Uh, but <laughs> no, it's this is first of all, it's inspiring, and it's a similar conversation of a conversation I was having with Jean Michel right before I was saying with Rug Radio. It doesn't mean that everything I do today makes sense towards where we're going, but it adds up. I know we're going somewhere. Yeah, I'm convinced there's nothing that can make me change my mind. I, I'm a mega stubborn about it, and you're right. I know we're good, we need it. I know we need the fucking final product. I know we need it. I don't know what the final product is like. We're definitely not right now, but this is one step of it. You in front of me, one step of it. And I just try to keep the ship, ship a sail until we figure it out. And I think that's what excites me about Web3. That's why I tell people sometimes on Twitter spaces, there's a bunch of people down here. I said, look up, left, down, left, right, left, up, down. There's the legends of tomorrow or around you, the creators of tomorrow, the, the Tesla of tomorrow, the, the Picasso of tomorrow. Next thing you know, you have ferocious, right? Next thing you know, you have... Ovi all of a sudden starts creating art. His art is across the room from us and you have airdrop for everyone today. So it's just things like that. I think this is incredible. I don't want to hold you too long. I know you're probably really busy and people... Well, what I would like to do is I think that it's really interesting because Rug Radio, you know, what we're doing right now is in the information business, yeah. right? And, but the rugs you sell are in the value business. So yeah. you're straddling that. And by the way, you probably don't know this, but my I went to vocational high school for radio broadcasting. No way. Yeah. So... <laughs> My very first job was as a jazz radio announcer on WVPE 88.1 Elkhart, Indiana. You can look it up. Um, and uh, so I, I have like an affinity for what you're doing here. And, I, and I'm like, as you're talking, my brain is circling on how do you take the information business of radio and transition it into the value business? So let's, uh, let, 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 let's build on that. Once we, yeah, yeah. Once we're in the room or now? <laughs> no, 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 let's, let's, do it, let's, do, let's do it in private. I mean, wow. I, okay, now I'm fanboying. Uh, I'm going to stop. But <laughs> oh, man, you, it's you, great. It's so I'm great buddy, to have you guys here, man. It so means a lot. I know it means Amanda had to go catch a train. He's, he has his baby at the hotel. He had to catch a train to London. I mean, I know it means a lot to, to all of us. I was writing about it yesterday. Just sitting here, like it still feels unreal to me. And uh, it's... Man, you know, again, Raul said it on Sunday night when we were, yeah. we were all sitting around my dining room table. He was like, you know, there's only a few years. And it's a shout out to everybody who's in the room right now. Um, there's only a few years where you kind of know everyone in the space. Two or maybe three years. Yeah, and uh, and we're in that moment, and it's super cool. It's what I it's what I've always liked about the internet. Um, and um, shit, man, I'm you know I'm I'm just lucky to still be here. Same here. All Every right. day we're lucky. Ian Rogers, thank you very much. It's a great pleasure, man. Thank Congratulations, you and and thank you for this incredible week on behalf of myself and all of Rug Radio. And tonight the DJs go all night. I mean, I'm I'll be here all night. You got your dancing shoes on. Oh, yeah. Well, not right now, but I'm going to go home and change it. All right, perfect. I'm going to do the same thing. Thank you, Ian. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Peace. (laughs) And so with that, with that, with that, that wraps up an incredible session of GM Web 3 on Rug Radio. But before we go, I do have my co-host back. Uh, I made it back in time, just for the end. Where were you? Uh, I was just uh, hanging. I was hanging out with Ian earlier, and then I had something. We had something we had to do, and then we just uh, just got back in time. Y'all went and grabbed a couple of drinks, and then yeah, come back. Yeah, yeah, right, one, huh? one of those. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, exactly. one of those. One of those. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. Uh, I, 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 we were looking for you. I looked for you under the couch. I looked for you in the back scene. I didn't see you. <laughs> and uh, and uh, this is awesome. Uh, Ian, thank you. I'm gonna come riff up with you on that because I, you got my brain going right now. Um, Ovi. We just Yo. had like really fun show. Um, shout out to Mando who had to go. Mando, I wish I could have hugged you, but uh, I'll see you in January, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, to wrap up, how's your experience been? I mean, you there's an airdrop of your yeah. Work so here? If, you, if you're at um, if you're at the event today, 
there's like a dispenser and you can you can get something called a ledger infinity pass so if you get that pass uh the first airdrop i think will be my my artwork the um the, the one, one that's with, over there the one that's over there yeah with like um the eiffel tower and a bunch of red guys in front of it so that's, cool. that's the first airdrop and i think after that you get uh you get more airdrops so uh, make sure if you're at if you're at the ledger open you go head over to that dispenser and uh mint your your ledger infinity pass for free for free for free yeah fuck yeah for well free. we've been going up for two hours <laughs> yeah i think it's time to <laughs> it's warm here. it's very warm here it's very warm <laughs> It's very cold outside, but warm in here. Yeah, well, I may have to make a run outside. There's a, quite a party tonight. You excited? Yeah, I. Uh, last man, month. we've been. This has been like the end of two weeks of fucking Miami, then Paris, and uh, I'm ready just to. I raise it to go out tonight, but ready just to fucking. Our last night together. Yeah, exactly. I'm. Uh, I'm one last one. These events are amazing. I've, honestly, I've had. I have to say, like Paris and Miami, I've just met so many people that I hadn't yeah. met before. Got to spend good time with a lot of people. It's been. Unreal, and if, if you're someone who hasn't been to any of this IRL stuff, just please, please, please do it because I was not a believer in it, and um, I think it's fucking amazing now. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready for Christmas and ready to, to chill. So just so you know, yeah. we spoke to some of your holders earlier. Um, you're gonna be hosting a party during an FC Paris <laughs> on the Friday night at the Crazy Horse here, oh, which shit. apparently is this, like insane cabaret Moulin Rouge style. Oh shit! Uh, Mando's already uh, settled, ca- taking care of it uh, because we will be at FC Paris, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, just so you know. Um, quite the party. All right, looking forward to that then. Take care, take Red Gang to one each, y'all. You already know what's going down. <laughs> Maybe for Paris. Yeah. Maybe for Paris. It'll be fun. But anyways, with that, with that, with that, that wraps up another incredible show of GM Web 3. The last one on the road. Uh, we were in Miami live. We did it in the Paris live live two, the last two days. I will be staying in Paris. I've extended my trip, will we? Oh, it's, very nice. You're going to watch England and France here? Eh? I mean, bro. England and France on Saturday. There's no way I'm missing it. I'm not, As- <laughs> not going to say anything because uh, I just don't want to. I just don't want to shit. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Well, look, we're not even the favorites, but um, you never know. We have a good chance. It's going to be crazy. Um, and I'll be back home on Sunday, so I could be at my desk on Monday morning, back to crushing it. You know how we do it. Um, but yeah, man, dude, that was fun. Shout out to Mando. Shout out to Golden. Shout out to we had Charles Gime. We had Erlen Wengroff. We had Stephen Dolcemaschio, and we finished off with uh, Stephen, uh, with Ian Rogers. You should have heard Bryson came on. and. Yeah, I did. Dude, I heard that. I had, I had it on my phone. Yeah, I had it on my phone. I Bryson, Chad Medici. That was, un- that was unreal. All right. With that, with that, with that, with that, we'll see you all tomorrow morning. 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GM Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's go. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GMTM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to F3. With Morocco, Sep, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30. And it's all on Rock Radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GMTM. Rock Radio. Hell yeah. Peace out, y'all.